Hi, good night and welcome to tonight's talk. Clark. Tonight I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Mr. Akim Nero. Sunny evening. Dwayne Collymore, Clint Sit Hill, and Mr. Damien Reed. Good night, guys. Good night, good night. Good night, buddy. Yeah, and tonight we are also joined by a very, very special guest. Uh someone who, you know, most of us are quite familiar with. Uh he has been, you know, traveling the world, he's doing great things. Uh the psychologist for the Australia's cricket team, Mr. Peter Clark. Good, good night, James. Good night, everybody. Good night, good night, good night, good night How are you doing, buddy? Man, I'm well. I can't complain at all. It's always always nice to connect with fellow fellows from the soil. So I excited for tonight to chat, <laughs> chat, forget all those things. All those things I can neuro. Well, Peter, uh, honestly, it's, 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 a, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to this chat. You know, you're someone who, you know, from remember back in the day, you, you have a chat with every day, you're talking cricket. And it's, it's very, it's always a very interesting and intriguing conversation. So I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to, to, to tonight's chat. Likewise, buddy, likewise. Yeah, uh, so before I get into that, how the guys know, let's like to check in with the guys, how the guys doing. They really call you, you thought about the, the all-star weekend, you know? I wasn't, poor, it was poor, it was poor. It was poor. I didn't, I didn't even watch it. Today. It was poor. It was poor. Uh, ending to the body shot, Curry, but not Clinton, but of course, Nero, Nero, Nero. Contest, I don't want to get to a depth with that. Yeah, but no, but I just want to know. Like, to me, I, I just don't find that game as, like, yeah, it's an all star, there's a lot of all stars, but you don't want a competitive edge, Nero. I know, Nero, but I mean, listen, I mean, come on, Nero. You can still put, you can still put a, a little, you know. Make it make it look good for your TV. Why are you next to her 67 points, Nero? <laughs> I, I can't watch that. <laughs> I got something worse than that. I will show you the modern Pro Bowl. The NFL Pro Bowl. You you take the NBA World? Yeah, that's horrible. You don't want to see the NFL Pro Bowl. You yeah, I, I don't like what, anything. Boy, boy receivers, boy receivers play a corner. Man, man, do yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. So I don't get too deep into that. That's the truth. That's yeah. the truth. It's just really, really something on your end, buddy. I see John Campbell back in his style. You know, we get out of there a little. Yes, you know, like, don't give me idea, man. Like you had a what way to do that, Lee James? I was thinking, don't depress me. We get we get out of there. I feel better to be um we be um podcast though. Yes, I feel we select teams here though. I feel so. You know, I ain't got that problem with John there, so I, 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 yeah, I know, man. I good with that, but like I said, we can get to, we can get to that a little later. Um, but you know, without further ado, I just want to get get this the um chat with Peter. Peter, like I um would have said in the introduction, you are now the psychologist of the Australia's cricket team, and this is this is the Australia that. <laughs> Glenn McGraw with a pastoral. Shane Moore. Some of the greats of pastoral. Young boy who would have gone to Queen's College. Based on Swiss Crate Hill. Probably score 100. 
of the psychologists of the Australia's cricket team, Peter. Just before we get to asking any, uh, you know, all of the questions, just take us on the journey, Peter. Like from where you, from where, you know, where you started to where you are currently. Depends how far, how far about you want me to go? About. How far about you want? I can just go from, I guess, finishing school and leaving, leaving Barbados. So I left, I left Barbados in 2009. Uh, to kind of Australia to study. Okay. Uh, I always wanted to do sports, so they called, you know, I was interested in that, the mental side of the game. Everybody is called, I understand, we know a lot of men that if good players play well in the next, I can't transfer that to the middle, you know. So I was just interested in how to get the better yourself, myself included, and how to help, help other people too. So I went over there to study, did my undergrad, which is four years, um, Bachelor of Psychological Science and then Honors, and then did my postgraduate study straight away. So all that at the University of Queensland. And in terms of how I ended up at University of Queensland, you know, we watched Test Cricket Australia. I only know the names of the places that play Test Cricket. So I applied for University of Melbourne, University of um, uh, Sydney. And if they had a University of Brisbane, I would have played for University of Brisbane. <laughs> Queensland. So I applied for those places and University of Queensland get back to me first. And you know, I was still playing at the time. So I look at their cricket clubs. I see at Martin Love play for University of Queensland and Michael Kastovich. Um, and you know that like Andy Bickle played in that league around that time and things like that. So I say, you know, I want I want to go and study there and play at that cricket club. So that's how I ended up there. Um, and I played at the cricket club all the way through. So 2009 until about 2014-15, the whole while I was studying when I first went there. Their system, I don't know what it is in Barbados now. When I left, first division was like the highest thing. But they had saying you right saying it elite or elite. That's the same thing. Same thing. Different name. Same thing. Right. So the equivalent of that over here, they got they got sixth grade. We got first class cricket, and then underneath that, now you got first grade. That's the next best down to sixth grade. So I played my first season in in second grade, and then I spent a couple of years going up and down in the first grade, and I have three years just playing first grade. Uh, I was very lucky to play on a side with a lot of a lot of very good players, and we won a lot of premierships. So it was very enjoyable personally, and also to get to rub shoulders with a lot of great players. Um, while I was playing there, I also got my coaching certificates. So I'm now a, a level three in Australia. They got the three levels. Right. No, sorry, they got four levels, but the first one's level zero. Don't ask me how I'm anything. I am not getting rules. But I did all my, my coaching certificates now. So I'm up to level three, which is internationally qualified. And the great club looked after me really well to, to put me through those, you know, and um, to give me different opportunities. You know, once you go to level two and three, you have to be nominated and, and paid for to do that. So I played, I coached, I studied kind of all at the same time. And then by the time I finished studying, I was 24, going to 25. And I, you know, I couldn't beat both play cricket every single Saturday. I go and get a job and I try and work and help support my family. So that's what I did. Um, and I stopped playing at a, at a serious level then. I just took on the coaching role at the University of Queensland Cricket Club. So that's a role that I still hold. Um, and then once I was finishing studying, in terms of a professional standpoint, I worked at a university called Queensland University of Technology. I worked as part of this for a leadership program, uh, you know, student success and all that kind of stuff. And in the meantime, I was doing some consulting. So, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with a sport called AFL over there, Australian Football League. So, right, Aussie Rules Football, I was able, I did a little bit of consulting work with, with a team in Brisbane there. I did a little bit of work with Queensland tennis while I was at university, my master's. Um, I did a little bit of work in the dance and performing arts, mind you, believe it or not. And that, that was a real eye opener as well. 
all those things were happening, I got opportunity to do a presentation for Cricket Australia. This would have been 2016, early in the year. And a mentor of mine, my supervisor at university, he's probably the most connected man in Australia when it comes to sports, right? So he's, he gives a lot of his former students opportunities to go in. And so he was doing a presentation. I tagged along. I was for the coaches at the time. And right about that time as well, they were building. I was still working at QT, but they were trying to build up the women's game. Uh, a bit of an injection in cash. So what they did is they combined a pathway role. So the male and female pathway players, you know, you're under 15, 16, 19, all that kind of stuff. And then a women's team role, they had combined those two and they were advertising for a new job. So after I had done that presentation, you know, I was on a little short list. I was told I applied um, and I went through the process, applied, and I was fortunate enough to get gifted that opportunity. Um, so I started working with the women's team and in the pathway that was exclusively that for the first couple of years I was working there. That was 2016. And over a period of time, I think 2018 or 2019, I did a T20 tour with the men. And then the following year, I did a little bit more work. I did the India test series in, I want to, I can't remember the date. No, I did 1920 or 2021 when India was in Australia. Uh, and they beat us 2-1. And then obviously some more T20 work with the fellas after that. So still maintain my role with the women's team. That's where I am currently on tour. And I've been in that role for six years. Uh, working the pathway over that period of time as well. And there's been a few opportunities to to head over in the men's team where the women's team schedule allowed as well. So, yeah, long story long story short, that's a, as succinct a summary as I could give and where I've ended up in this position. Yeah, I appreciate that. Peter, I mean, can you, can you talk us through the, the emotions that, you know, you, you sorry, excuse me, what I felt, you know, when you when you actually got the, the 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 confirmation that you would not be the psychologist of the Australia's Australian cricket team, I mean, like I said, over the course of years, there's some things that would have would have passed through, uh, that that would have passed through the Australia's team. So, like I said, it, it must have been a surreal feeling for you to know that you know. I mean, you, you by nature you are a very humble guy, but still, you 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 must have been overwhelmed with emotion. You know, when you got confirmation that you would have been, you know, holding this position or holding that post. So, can you just talk us through briefly of, of how, how how you felt when you when you got confirmation of of, of um, being a psychologist of the team? Um. Well, I got correct. I'm not the only psychologist there. So, one of the psychologists that works in the network like at that time, there was you know the guy who was my supervisor, my boss at the time, Michael Lloyd, who's still there. Uh, he's going to Pakistan with the men's team when they head over, and he's been a great mentor of mine. So. That being said, there's a couple of us, but getting the opportunity to work in those teams, it was a, you know, it's surreal, a great opportunity. I was excited. Obviously, cricket is, you know, cricket is my thing. I love all sports, but cricket is the one that, you know, that I played at a decent level. And obviously, coming from the West Indies, a first passion of mine. So it was a, it was a great opportunity. I was excited for sure. I mean, it, you obviously have to balance. You know, you can't go into a role like this, and and people be very clear. They know the people who are in it for the T-shirt. You know, the fellow who just wants to say, yeah, it's work with the Australian team, or it's work with the West Indies team. I want, and basically the thing about that is you got to watch for people who want to claim credit for the success of the athletes. Um, and I will never, you never do that. So I don't take a massive amount of pride on what telling people, yeah, it's work with the Australian team, or I do this, or I do that. Mm -hmm. Inside, you know, it was a nice, it was a, a good acknowledgement of the work that you put in, a great opportunity, and I was fortunate enough to have it at the time. So I was very happy in that regard. Uh, but you know, making sure that I'm not a fanboy, or you're not in it for the T-shirt either. You did to do good work. 
but it's just like they say about anybody who makes a team you know you've met the West Indies team you go play or Australia team you go play you're happy but making the team is not what it's about making the team is only the first step so getting my foot through the door was nice but then it was about thinking well, how do I actually do good work in this role build relationships and you know be successful in the job so yeah that, that moment of euphoria was was short-lived it was nice acknowledgement but then it's like all right time to do some work time to get into business correct yeah um earlier you earlier you would have uh said you know about the path to actually you know having the, the ability having the skills but not in the nets you know looking at in the nets but sometimes not having the the, the the ability to transfer uh you know as as fed would like to say when um when the lights are on <laughs> um how 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 important is it oh sorry not how important is it like what like <clears throat> do you I, I want to come out to the caribbean and you you're not in the caribbean you're in australia no but and i'm not sure how, how affiliated you are with the, how, with the caribbean do do you think that here in the caribbean that we take the psychological aspect of sports do you think that we take that part serious enough over, over in the caribbean that's a good that's a good question i can't speak for what happens now excuse mm -hmm. me behind the scenes because I'm no longer there, right? And I don't like commenting on things that I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. I can speak about when I was there on a party just saying, you know, playing, you forget, and everybody on this call will understand the same thing. So I remember we went to England in 2016, right? Barbados on the 16th team. We went to England and we played against England on the 15th. Joe Root was captain. No, he wasn't captain. He was in our team. I, I don't think he was captain at the time. But what our training consisted of was going to Queen's Park over for the evening. You know, I think one or two days a week, and we will run two or three laps. We are still taking umbrella catches. You know, people here you catch your stand up, and, <laughs> and then you train, you will train on the wicket until, you know, until it get dark or whatever. And that was it. That was our training. So I remember we went to England now, and Phil Wallace was our manager, and George Linton was our coach at the time. And mm. he's, then we found out these men were living at the academy. Mm -hmm. Loughborough to the England National Cricket Center in England at Loughborough. These men were living there for over, I think, for over a month, right? Living there as a group, training every day, doing gym, S and C, and stress psychology, like, all these things, nutrition. And all we're doing is doing our brother catches at Queen's Park. <laughs> <laughs> it was chalk and cheese. And the other thing is, from a preparation standpoint, because you, you guys know they used to say no West region and South region, you'll play the you know the tour games against them. And we we'll we'll be not bad late. So they came to Barbados in preparation for that, you know, the year in front, I believe it was late. We beat them six 0 West region three 0 South region three 0 We gone to England now and we played two warm-up games. I can't remember who was first. We played two warm-up games against South Region and after we played England, we played two against West, all vice versa. So we played these games and at the time we had men like uh Diego Stewart and uh, Ronald Bourne and we had some good picks, right? Men are bowling fast at that point in time. So we beat up this team, this team bad. Let me say this on Bridge first. We beat them up bad. Yeah. And the man has scouts out again. We came up to find the English team has sent scouts to the game. He said, these boys got some fellas that's more fast. But I think we had taken three like spinners um, over, overseas, right? Can't remember. I know Daryl Vaughn was there, Chad Simmons, and I feel as if we had one more, at least two. Anyway, so you man said these fellas here bowling fast. All right. We got to Loughborough to play the game. Not, I mean, England, so we think, you know, your ball could be swinging it, you can see me, not a blade of grass on this wicket, not a blade. We get dead and dry at Loughborough. 
So the mayor scouted us, and so we got fast bowlers. The mayor said they got fast bowlers. They only picked two fast bowlers at beer spin. So our fast bowlers they gained nine out of the wicket. They were both the opening bowlers, and they both spin for the whole rest of the day. We'd be 70 without loss after 10, all out 180 points. Right? So what we realized, <laughs> what we realized over those periods of time is the preparation, the level of preparation, whether it be planning, tactics, training, and, you know, strength and conditioning, the gym work, the nutrition, the psychological aspect. We were not doing any of that. We were just going to hit balls at training and run a few laps. Now, that's not to disparage the coaches we had at the time. Everybody was doing the best with what they had. But that was just what we had, you know. Mm-hmm. So I understood at that point in time there was a massive gap between the way these countries are training, you know, whether it's England, Australia, you know, India now in this day and age, countries that have a lot more money and better facilities than us. And it's just a massive gap. So I don't know how much that gap would have closed at the time. Obviously, I got a few friends that are all of our friends that invest in these teams. Hey, wait in. Close it, wait in, wait in. Right, you're right, right? So and a lot of that comes on the finances and, and the way that the resources are distributed. So, yeah, I don't know what it is specifically at the time of our best, but I know certainly from when I was there, even comparing a national setup to what I coach at University of Queensland, right, which is just a team in the competition, you know, let me say like a pick play. Um, their team in the competition had a 20 men's squad. We have eight uh, nets, you know, synthetic nets. So we had to finish and prepare, we got eight synthetic nets. We got four turf nets. And I get prepared as well, and we got lights. So when you leave work, you come in the train, you get trained at five o'clock. You could train until 7 30 on the over and get your fielding in when it down. We feel for hour. Every training we feel for hour in lights. And then we go in the nets and we will train in the nets at night. This is a freaking club. Now you guys know what is in the West Indies, like even at a national level, we don't have things like that. So it's definitely a massive gap, both resources-wise, and certainly from the time of that, there was a big gap in terms of what we do to prepare people psychologically. Hi, Peter. Um, Nero here. Um, <laughs> 20, 20 minutes into the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is very well spoken and stuff, but I just want him to know that this guy is a folk comedian here. This guy is a folk comedian. I just want you guys to know that. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, I would have probably first met you through Jade. Yeah, probably Jade Padmore. Yeah, right. Obviously, I knew the name Peter Clark because you were on the 15 captain and stuff, but we weren't close or anything. So, yeah, I remember it was good. I went when you were there. So, Jade, we lied there. No, it's a bit. I see Brooks. I see Carbon. I see Stokes. This is it. This is Cricket Hub. <laughs> Everybody, I see a bunch of cricketers. I was like, so, was that always the case where your host was always a Cricket Hub? Oh, 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 did that come about? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So my my mom, you know, is always very welcoming and inviting. But when I was at school or when you know, right at primary school or secondary school, people will always come and lay at my house, you know, make sure they got food, they got food cup. Um so people started knowing that we go across my Pete and we had to play much play cricket in the road or do whatever it is, but we know we can get good food and, and we can play dominoes all night. My mom was very, very patient. You know, we play dominoes at four in the morning, but it's Saturday morning, man got cricket, you know. And they all still slamming down those. I quit aside. One morning, one morning, it must be no, no matter what, five o'clock. So it's five o'clock. Man slamming down. Me, Brooksy, uh, Harry, you know, Scotty that, that used to run track a few rooms. A bunch of my friends. So man slamming down. It's five o'clock in the morning. Remember that guy? She's gonna wait. You mean that I went to bed last night at 8 30. And it's five o'clock in the morning. We're still playing dominoes. 
Hell or high water. This is the last game. <laughs> Mind you, Harry, I can't remember midnight table, so I might get names wrong. But let me say Harry on fight. Brooksy on fight. Rome's on four. And Rome's just win that game. Right? Sorry. And Rome's on Rome's is on, on four. Five, five, four. I, don't, I ain't love. <laughs> hell or high water. <laughs> you know Rome's with the game. Five, five, five. When I said that, always a place where the men will come online and then obviously you know the more and more people you meet through cricket you know the more and more people will come over and breeze up you know my mom was very accommodating and everybody come through so it just ended up being a good lineman spot yeah um secondly you were you were i always wanted to answer this question you were on the 15 captain right mm-hmm. Normally, the trajectory is, unless you fall off massively, you play it on the 19 cricket. Um, I don't think you didn't. I don't think you made, you made the team that year. Was the, nah. Did that play a decision? That was was that a major part of the decision for you to say, well, this cricket thing probably ain't gonna work out, or going overseas and studying was always in the works. Um, I wouldn't say that that played a role in me. Leave. I was always gonna all of my siblings. So my father was married twice. There's seven of us siblings. So me and Rachel from my mom. I had five. Five children in first marriage, and everybody has gone overseas to study. You know, and my mom did as well, and my father. You know, just to go, listen, go and experience a different part of the world. You know, learn a fan for yourself, cut your own food, wash your own clothes, get a job, and support yourself. So that was always in the pipeline somewhere. Um, and I try to think now when that was. That would have been two thousand and eight, maybe. So I'd be eighteen at the time. And I had captain. So you know, we had trial games and things like that. I can't remember best on the fifteen, on the sixteen. And I had captain trial games. We played only played two games, and then I broke my finger. And I met, you know, I met yes, 50 yes, cent, yes, one yes, game yes, I get retired. Yes. I met 30 cent in the next one, right? So I had score yes. runs. And then I had broken my finger. And then, you know, like I tell you how combine schools, I was playing for Pickwick. And the man said, you know, like, look, you're gonna play for Pickwick, you know, because that's another spot somebody played combine schools. <laughs> so I was up for let me say however long my finger back. Um, and then it came back and it was, you know, my finger was playing at a ready to play. And I ain't hearing that from the other people. Wait, I ain't hearing that from the body. Mm-hmm. My best team get picked. The one call me, the one tell me name. I just find out. I, look, I think Brooks or Corp, somebody called me Corbs or something. Said, Pete, you don't get a call. You're this man. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't even know the site got announced. So the site got announced. Uh, I wasn't in it and I wasn't even in the reserves. And nobody didn't call me on that. that. You know, at the time when you're 18 or whatever, you just feel away. That, you yeah, know, for sure. Them, I think, so. You know, like, I was <laughs> at the time, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that it's not the end of the world. But I, I thought I was, I was there, there, about in the mix, and they was talking about me captaining the team, and then next minute I ain't hearing nothing after injury stuff. That's what happened. I wouldn't say that that sent me overseas. I was certainly upset at the time about it. Um, but man, I don't hold no grudges about nothing like that. That's, that's, I ain't hear that. I hear that neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. All right. And, and I'm that's, that's the other thing about it, hero. And you, the longer that you around the game, you understand that whenever you get a spot, it means somebody else miss out, right? So if you miss out, you can't get vets and carry on like a pork chop because if if you to get a spot, it means somebody else miss out and them upset too. Yeah, so but it is, could, it could, but it could still communicate though. Like simple communication will probably eliminate you feeling as if the men are constant, but hey. We didn't consider you because of the injury and you know it was so and so was performing so we Sonny, to... Sonny, the man don't communicate in 2022 
you think in 2017 and 2009 and them sort of things, then right. cable communication, that ain't relevant. It's just part of the system. And, and like hearing Peter, I don't know, I don't, you, you probably watch a couple of episodes, I bash the system all the time. Because like I was never in the system. I was never in the system or whatever the case, but I play a cricket, be around cricket. Consider myself fairly decent to keep up, whatever the case. But the system is not set up in a way that it nourishes people outside of the system. You are fortunate to be in the system coming up through the but like when you got people that are outside of the system who have a little talent that like they're in the nourishment there for that, you know, is like our, the system is basically that you know what? Get a job, boy. Forget what is cricket. So you you are accept that fast, you understand? So like here you mentioned the gaps in the system. I mean, you coming from that, you come there's a person that was in the system, it is it, it just compounds and strengthen the point that is made that we, until we fix our system here in the Caribbean, not only in Barbados, but in the Caribbean, we will always be second fiddle at the international level. And I mean, hearing you speak on how at age 17, you went to England and and these guys in the system where it's like they're sleeping and they're learning to bond, they learn to train, they're learning the mental aspect of the game. And then, it, yeah, they might be getting beat. They might be getting beat at that level at that age because we generally beat them off of talent. As I always say this all the time, we are more talented than most of these other nations. But that gone past, we gone past that now. So it's like to see, and then you, you see a route today now, is like what could have been for, let me say, an example, Peter Clark or a Shamar Brooks, for example, who, who took so long to burst onto the international scene. You understand? After being a wrong or crop, like Virat Kohli, and you seeing these guys transition easy, it, it's just trying for the point that I don't know when we here in the Caribbean would get, you know, to understand that psychology and other aspects of the game affect the overall product. You understand? Me, obviously, too, um, studying psychology, not sports psychology, but understanding the human brain and behaviors is like it all ties in not only to sports but life it ties into life and we skip that aspect in the sports arena and i mean i met you a couple times peter like from being around leslie you know you come in turn in the night to play some tape ball and unfortunately the lights yeah, the lights didn't work cool. you know you had yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that night was a big night just boy yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was really that cool. night in, the lights yeah, would yeah. not work yeah. Big squad, big squad. They had a couple of friends that you had to bring down. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. it's like, uh, yeah, correct. And not only to mention, like, PVB past tape ball. And currently, that that's, that that trend, that, that's, that has died to me in the Caribbean. There's no longer, you can't pass in a village and see 16 youngsters playing tape ball or yeah, that's playing true. cricket on a hard court. That's far and few. Yeah, that's true, boy. Far and few. So it's like we 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 tend to skip certain things and look past certain things, but we expect the bigger picture, you know, to be the the end product to be real. And I mean, it's very interesting just hearing you. I, I could sit down and listen to you, just speak all night. You understand? It's very interesting to hear. But my question to you, though, Peter, like working with the likes of Steve Smith, Marnus La Machine, Pat Cummings, like ho ho ho, just. I don't know if you could get too deep, but like, like if you could share a piece of how these guys' minds work, like that would be so exciting to me. You know, understand a person who's just watching on the outside and comment, but to find out the little details. Like I don't, you don't have to get too deep, but like you could just give me a day 
a, a, a day in your life like working with that crop no problem. Like firstly, I I didn't finish that that um story in totality. We're going to England in 2006. We got beaten bad as hell by England here. I mean, finished out here. <laughs> <laughs> we beat West Region and South Region and they like, hey, you wax me. You know, work out what we gonna do or what we can't do. Let me just make sure I cleared out before somebody from England started responding. We beat up. We got beaten bad by England. We beat West Region and South Region. Get beat bad. All right. So that's to close that off. Um, to your point, the first point that you made before I answer the question about, about the system, I don't want to be very clear. I will never try to don't cry, you know what I mean, or forget where you come from, coming from Barbados or doing whatever it may be, because I'm very pro, um, you know, where I come from, I just vision, no matter where it is in the world. And I am actually proud of all the guys here, all the guys playing the rest in this team because of what we overcome with less compared to other people, right? We do not have... True. And I don't know if it's a fault of administration or if it's, we just don't get the money. I don't know what happens there. But to see somebody like like Shea. So I know Shea because, you know, Shea is my little cousin. We went to school together. Or Kyle. Or Brooksy. Or Jace. Any of these men that we grew up with. Dull Rich. To see these men play international cricket and score a test 100 or a double 100 is unbelievable. If you see what we're working with compared to what other people are working with. It's unbelievable. It is truly incredible. For some boy to basically just coach himself, not say you know the coach is doing a good job, but with less and none of that kind of extra preparation, it's almost a miracle. So I have a great level of respect for that. And I know at no point in time don't want to on where it come from. Right? It's all about we're trying to improve it in a, in a comparative sense. And then to your point about asking and like, working with them, obviously, something I'm obviously very aware of is I never want to attach myself to an athlete to look like if you're claiming credit for them, right? I don't feel a coach should ever do it. So I, I believe, you know, if I coach, if me, me and Clint, if I was Clint coach and Clint going to score 100, the first boy to talk about it should be Clint. The last boy to talk about it should be Clint. I should not be in the media saying, yeah, you know what I mean? I work with Clint St. Hill on it. Because if that <laughs> I got to come out and say it's my fault too. Right? <laughs> you can't take the credit and not want to take the blame. Yeah, and ultimately, we understand in a, in a, in a sport like cricket. Coaching is one part that's important, or psychology and nutrition. But ultimately, as a cricketer, in a track and field where you just run, you got to make a decision on ball after ball after ball after ball again. So you play it by yourself way out there. So the credit is the players. The blame is the players. That That's for them. But I just want to make that disclaimer. So to say that I'm working with Steve Smith or Amara, so I ain't like, doing that for them. I'm just doing my job. Um, yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Right. But you know, I got to put this guy next. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, but the piece around that, or one of the things I noticed with some of the greatest performers across any, everybody's want this miracle thing, or, you know, what is this do? It's visualization or meditation or the men that do the best over the long period of time is work the hardest or, the, or the women that they have different things that are individual about them for sure. But, you know, you'll find somebody mm-hmm. who's much more relaxed player, right? Once they train, them looking to get away from cricket, this one chill, I play on game day. Then you will find another person. You know, and this, this is documented, so this isn't me saying then, you know, new, like Steve Smith or Mars, they may love cricket. They may love they may eat cricket for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Everybody ain't like that, but the hard work is the minimum. Everybody got, like, Barack Cole, hard work is the minimum. These men got to work harder than everybody else. You got to be fit in this day and age. You know, you got to get your mental game strong. So you may pay attention. Your preparation must be outstanding. All the best players, the best consistent players, no. So, but my God, a lot of talent. I have a great series. You know what I mean? I'll have a great game. 
but to do it over and over and over again because you know as well as i do once you become good you know what next you score 500 runs against me in the series you know the next time we play you that we spend enough time talking about you yeah and what shots you like and what shots you don't like and where you score and where you don't score so the thing about those great players they're always staying a step ahead they're going all right mm. I play against, you know, Steve Smith played against, I think it was 2018, 17, 18 Ashes. And man just bore wide in the first session. He man just bore wide for three days. All of on the ball, like, he said, all right, ball up there. Bob Dan, well, can't get me out. And eventually, <laughs> yo, my score 140. It took 350 balls. And then you know what the chance from that. They said, well, that ain't working. So nobody can try and get LBW. I'm my mind picking them off. Like, so it's just having the plans. When people go to a plan A, plan B, plan C, I think the best players understand their A game really well, but they know how to adjust to the next part. Not too stubborn to know she, I got to tweak sometimes, but you got a strong belief in what works for you. And I just say, it's a minimum requirement to work hard and train and pay attention to detail. If that, I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, yeah, yeah, you man. I, I, I totally agree. Nothing you know, hard work. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I love the. And deep dive, you know, I appreciate your time at it uh, that you're coming on. But in terms of the women, like there's there were some pretty legendary Australian women creators that you are in come with, and then obviously we had the pandemic. No, this is really, and then the high pandemic sports open up, but it was in a bubble. This is where people's mental was really being tested. How you and your psychologist, how you were able to help these players navigate through this time because you're in a bubble, you can't leave. You're just locked down. You're going to the ground back. No to the family. Room. No family, right. So how were you able to help these players navigate through this time? Right. That's a good that's a good question. Um, excuse me. The last couple of years, as you mentioned, so what? I think 2020, we had a women's world cup here in Australia. 2020 World Cup. We had 86,000 people at the NCG. Right? Like, that is the best experience I ever had in professional sport. And we beat India, but India beat us in the wrong game. And then we beat them in the final 86,000 people cheering. I never seen the experience like that for a women's game. Normally, we'll get like, you know, we expect the smaller stadiums, the boutique grounds with two and three thousand people. But 86,000 people um, played that game. That was fantastic. Two weeks after that, no, not even two weeks. I like, we were meant to go to South Africa after about three or four days after now. We started. Yeah, correct. It got shut down. Right. Now, take it off. Um, and so it was a lot of uncertainty for a period of time, but like, people are not understanding. Like, you know, the first thing people think is people can lose money. Like, you know, what can happen if we don't play a series? And like, that's obviously where people start thinking about their livelihoods. But once that settled and, you know, <clears throat> they came back to a power, we can play cricket again. But we're playing in these bubbles. And as you say, it was very strange because you, you understand different sports, for example, like, let me use some in Australia. So in Australia, you play, they got rugby league, rugby union. And AFL and soccer, right? Or we right. cut football, cut soccer. I didn't say soccer because everything in Australia is football, you know. Mm -hmm. It's called rugby football, it's called rugby union football, it's called AFL football, football. and soccer, and then it's called football soccer, right? So <laughs> I just go and say soccer when you're talking about it. But all those sports basically, you'll play a home game and you'll play a away game oh, with yeah. you know the state that you're from. So I'm from Queensland, I play for Queensland. I can play around in Queensland. I can stay home with my family, all that. And then I can go to New South Wales for a few days, play the game, come back home. So you spend most of your time at home, in your house, with your dog or your family, whatever. It's go to your cafe, see your friends. Then you appreciate now that international cricket, you'll be on the road in men's team, be on the road for nine, ten months a year. So 
because even when you in your even when you're in Australia, you might fail one test in your home state, but then you go into all the other states, so you're on the road again. Mm. So and then when you when you not playing domestic or you playing international on the road is in a different country. Now normally, you know, men's and women's normally you will have you know the ability to bring your family along if you want, right? So you can bring your wife or your children or your husband or whatever it be to spend some time and get out of these. Because as you will know, the pressure is high. You worry about pressure of selection, the pressure to perform. And this, you know, this without COVID, and just in general, pressure to perform, pressure selection, mm-hmm. you know, media scrutiny, all that kind of stuff that is really wearing you down. So you got to think about how do I put the energy back in? And normally that would be, hey, let me go for a game of golf. Let me go and relax with my family. Um, you know, I can go for a walk and eat at a restaurant. That's your normal thing. Now with COVID, all those pressures were still there. But what happened is now, can't go and play golf. Can't, can't, play golf. can't go to the gym nowhere. Can't bring your family. Right, or if your family come now, they are like it's not just the bubble before you get into the bubble. Now you isolated for seven days, ten days, and the rules in Australia were stiff. And then, not just that, if you go overseas now and you come back 14 days hard quarantine, two weeks hard quarantine, you cannot leave the hotel room. So, that was what Australia's you know, up until last in December, whenever it was last year, that was the rule. So, your pressure, your pressures are the same. But now your releases or your avenues where you will recover, a lot of those got taken away. And then you quarantine it. So people, oh, you tell my family, come and spend five days with me and then go quarantine for two weeks. And people got jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it really was about understanding, all right, we are not going to have our our plan A of how we normally recharge and recover. Right? So what within these new restrictions can we use? Whether that be things that you could bring to the room, rather than, hey, look, you don't normally bring my PlayStation by 12, but go bring it. And I can allow me to not just play a game and relax, but I can stay connected with other people. You know, I can play with Jace or New York. Or I mm-hmm. Okay, I can play. So that might be one thing. The other things are going like, you know, making sure you got your technology ready to communicate with back home. Or within what we got, how do we make the best of it? Team room, are we really team room? Let me make sure we play table tennis every day. You know, let me make sure we use the functions that we have. So it's really about going, whatever your plan is to recharge and recover, how do you get your plan B? And then the next piece was an understanding or, or acceptance that we may not get. So let me say, let me use the analogy of charging your cell phone, right? I charge my cell phone overnight, and you get 100%, and I can operate off my phone and use it to hold it before I charge it again. Now, we understand because you don't have your best case recovery, it might not be a family, it might not be a run, it might not be tennis. It's PlayStation, and it's, you know, going for a small walk, and it's going to take away, you can't sit at a restaurant. Your cell phone might not charge for 100 we might be operating at 70. So by the time this series is done, you might be at 10%. Don't got much to give, you're quiet, you burn out. But that's where you might be at the end of the series, but you just gonna maintain enough charge to play the game, do your job, and then recover the best you can. So I get about a 70%, and then when I charge my phone again, the best I get about to 50%, and then 40%. But by the end of the tour, as long as I ain't on rate, that's a win, and I could go and perform. So it's that understanding of what allows you to recharge the best that you can. Now you know, everybody is different in that regard so yeah we might have a team things that we're doing as a team to kind of recharge but it's really telling individuals you know yourself or how you work that's my part of plan of what it's gonna look like for some people that takes more work if you experience campaigns they said yeah man you know you got covered i you know uh peter was the beautiful that a lot of the guys um did more vlog vlogging as they will call it like yeah. coming started a youtube channel so then was taking on the journey he had these little clips that he well fellas i got quarantine let me do a little workout in the room not in the room 
Small, so that I tell myself, I don't know who man could do prison dance call. You and you host, <laughs> you, 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 you host, and you can't let you host. Imagine a six by six cell with a bed, nothing, ain't got no access to nothing. Can't so mentally, it was good. I think the pandemic brought the it was good and bad. It allowed the fans to see a different side of these guys, you know, they get more backstory into the life. There was doing more QA to the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. It was engaging for, and hello, you know, it, it helped. It was a, it was a pathway. It was a pathway for both. I was saying, and we we know hearing you talk. Yes, we understood why some cricketers opted out a certain tour because of the bubble fatigue. Because you said the like Australia rules were stiffly. If I tell you, laugh a minute, fourteen days. Correct. So you know, Spain, the Ashes in England. So you was out for three two three months in england then you gotta come back missing your family or come out to do a whole 14 days before you could see them i hope that you don't test positive because that's additional time you spending away and especially if you got a little child like you can you can have that so it's good that you were able to learn some sort of system or help guys find the niche to, to stay because realistically a lot of normal people they caught out you had suicides i think were up like statistically worldwide suicides domestic violence because people were finding diff we're not coping yeah. so what hope hopefully now coming up the pandemic we realize that i think there's a there's a cultural thing now that we need to stop put take no pride I just acknowledge that if you want help, everybody's want help at some point in time, you know. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. We need to get to that point now that once you protect your mental health, your physical health and well-being gain gain come come along with it. And I think athletes need to and this is in general, athletes need to invest. Like they need to invest in themselves. I honestly believe that if you invest in yourself. You will go far in whatever sport you're in. You got got discipline. I far to say, well, this is the role I can take, and this is how you want to be, and set out to do it. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. You gotta gotta do work. And you you mentioned something a word that I should have mentioned. You know, you beat me to the punch, but coping, right? So what we spoke about is how do you cope in an adaptive manner, just functional, effective coping. That you know, instead of turning to alcohol. Or instead of turning to gambling because you're bored, how do I functionally cope in a way that's helpful or effective for me? That was a big one. And then you touched on something else. When you saw how people was doing it tough, look away, pandemic first hit. Hey, tell myself, boy, like, oh, oh, oh my job. Like, you know, that's, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. You got bills to pay, you got family to support. Like, it becomes very real. Like, I, this, is, this is not a word of a lie, right? Because when at university, I had a book. You know what I mean? Like, once you pay student fees, and obviously my family helping me pay the fees. I can't pay that. You know, ten thousand or where you can get our money from when I was eighteen. But your family sacrificing to help you to pay fees. I do a little job to pay my rent and do whatever coaching for it. I eating, you know, ramen noodles and tuna, all that. Like, you know, I don't want to use my mother credit card for nothing. You know, you're holding on. My mother doing everything for me. I don't want to use that card to buy food. So you know, you eating wheat. But I say I know like one week. I don't wait for my paycheck to come in from fortune, right? I the fellow who had worked for like 10 years, a good friend of mine, but real, you know, casual with money. 
So, you know, at times where I go on it, go out to the canteen at school and I pray in card, we think, oh, man, you know, <laughs> I got the food in my hand, no joke. Cafeteria got rice and chicken. Got the food in my hand, ten dollar. Swipe my card, praying, decline. This I, I know they got the money on there. They tell you, woman, I come to ah, you know, my card is give me trouble. Like, Let me go eat there. I come back. <laughs> <laughs> I left the food on the counter and I go home. Just <laughs> 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 remember the days of the music students. And then also when the pandemic, when the pandemic, cause you know now we got a job and you. You know, you're living, you're living all right. Now, I don't mind spending uh, money for food. Oh, you get a little Uber Eats. You know, my mother always tell you, don't feel bad about spending money for food. Man, let me tell you what, when the pandemic hit and we start hearing about tours getting canceled, you know, the first thing I do, I went to shop and I buy beer, wheat mix, ramen noodles. If I lose my job, I dig into uni more. Um, let's say all that is it. You know, in terms of working with players, and the gratitude is also important. You know, ain't about being a, you're going to meditate on that. So, but just to be able to appreciate the perspective of going to, let me look back. When I sick of quarantine, I've done over 100 days of quarantine, right? In, in the last two years. I'm like, sick of quarantine and things like that, or you bought in the way, or whatever it is. I just remember, you know what? For two weeks there, they're looking to eat ramen noodles and tuna. So, <laughs> let me just be grateful that I got a job, money coming in. You can help support your family, you can support yourself. And that's also something that's very real. As you said, people committed suicide, people losing their jobs. So to keep that perspective, you know what? I am very lucky to have the opportunities I have. That has also helped me cope, I, I believe. Wait, one last thing, Peter, before I last <laughs> about something. You when we when COVID first come up, you honestly thought, and you honestly only honestly thought, come on, this thing is just two weeks and blow, but called Ebola was Ebola was like the same thing. It was like well, Lord, is it, is it? <laughs> yeah, Ebola yeah. blow, but we going back to normal. Two weeks, turn into a month, month. Two years later, yeah. two years gone. Really you, never, just... never in life I would have believed this. Let me tell you that, right? We had so me and nine, nine of my friends. So two of my two, two of my fellas from my own Romans and Scotty, and then eight fellas were seven fellas plus myself. Yeah, they got this thing named whatever you have this thing named Yacht Week. They got this thing in Europe named Yacht Week, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you book out a yacht. I mean, and at the time, at the time when we bought that, I was single. Well, I'm no longer single. So, Brittany, if you watch this, this was long before we met. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you may go to yachts. I mean, when you see these videos, right? I mean, just girls. Looking girls in bikini. And it's for like, you know, if 18 is for, you got a lot of money to, to spend for the thing. All that, it was about, let me say it would be about, you know, two and a half thousand Barbados dollars for a week there. You know, you traveling to different islands for a week on this yacht, everything paid for. So, you may say about, no, we may have talked about this here for eight. Is that your mid 30th? And you know what? <laughs> so he, he he bucks weekend. Oh, this thing that we planned out, and that was June 2020. So he made that. We plan, you know, he made organized leave from work. Everything you know, he made put in this money. I demand that you know he made send me the money. I pay any money. So you know, this thing hit March 2020, and like you said, tell me, so, all right, this gonna be a little, you know, two week day your week. International travel, he made from so you know, no, you know, all no, he battled to try and get my money. I, I would not let you. I had about a four or five month battle with these people. I gain in terms of conditions go up there, like highlighting. You know, you know, you know if people are gonna do, if people are gonna talk to Australia, have banned them talking about, you know, if you still want travel, you could go on the thing, right? They had it canceled the cruise or whatever. But the Australian government banned us from traveling. You could not leave the country. 
So I call that and they say, look, we can't make trade. They told me, oh, you could you could get a refund credit and then you could, you know, you do your week later. Well, first first, things first, they said, I ain't single no more, so you're not being new to me. Secondly, you may can't line up work. You know what I mean? Like, there's a once in a lifetime, you may line up work, vacation, and everything. So I said, I don't want to refund credit. I want my refund. I want my money. The man talking about if we if we cancel, we can lose 40% that you turn because 40% of your you know your money and you get about 60. When no, never yet. So I go on in terms of conditions, I search and I find this thing about pandemics and endemics and words I don't understand. Highlight identity. But I battle for five months. And you know what? Eventually, and I go on to the man parent company, fear training, commission, all this. Eventually, people they say, you know what? This man is not worth the trouble. So long story short, I never thought it would last more than two weeks. But once I realized it deep, I didn't battle in more than panic mode. <laughs> Send the disclaimer again. Lay disclaimer, no send out there because you might come in and back in and let you know this was before. I actually just got a message. You know, you know, message me off. I'm watching. You <laughs> <laughs> know, I love you, man. I would never, I would never get out of your week, man. Pandemic or not. <laughs> <laughs> Continue with story time. We can talk stories about Peter for till I don't know next That's week. That's true. Boy. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, first of all, he was my school captain, first, very first school captain. And what I would say about Peter, Peter is one of the most influential people. Uh, you know, and I'm sure that all of his friends will say the same thing. As you can see, he, his host was the hub. He's the man. He, he's the man. He's, he talked about people paying any money to. He, he's always, he's always that man, right? And he's always been that person. He would have been influential to me, you know, as a as a youngster coming up to school. He used to carry me to trust all kind of things. I don't know if you even remember all of that, but all that kind of things he, he used to do. So, a top man, for sure. And secondly, passion for cricket and match. Peter and uh, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Adam's your brother, right? Adam's your brother, right? Yeah, Adam's my eldest brother. Yeah, we used to call them cricket paros. Let me tell you something about Peter, right? <laughs> we were playing again at QEH, it's probably against St. Michael's, and Peter was running late. I don't know, I, I ain't sure what, what was the reason that he was running late. <laughs> Peter running late for cricket. I can't remember who was voice captain or whatever at the time. So he called into the ground to make sure to see what's going on, this and that, etc. Blah blah. He tossed Peter's. I think at the time Peter was opening. Or yeah, you have the opening back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening back there for sure. So tossed that flip. The mountain at the ground. Yeah, you know cricket. About starting ten minutes time. So I obviously know man at back buying tree. This man is captain. Everybody, you know, I love and sleep panic more and all kind of thing. Peter Kirk turned out at cricket, right? With the umpires not about to walk on the field. And this man was padded up inside his vehicle <laughs> to walk on the field. Kid you not. Kid you not. Kid you not. So, my passion for cricket, unreal. You think go up there, you can finish the story? I met 100 go up there, you forget how to do it. I didn't get 100. I thought he was telling stories. Yeah, come on, great boy. You can't, 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 you I was influenced um, by, by Peter. Peter really set the standards for Queen's College cricket. And 
we he spoke a lot about about us achieving when I say I say talking about in your region, achieving a lot with, with minimum resources. As you know at Queen's College, it was real, real minimum resources. Like um Only right, pavilion. Pavilion pit <laughs> all kind of thing. Right? Not, not, huh? not built. No, but it's built, but it ain't hundred percent finished. Make it turn out into a surgical studio, man. Yeah, so <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, man. But Peter, I just wanted to. I and I don't want. I don't want to get you in the trouble or, or anything. You obviously um get enough to, to maneuver around to around certain things. But just like you're trying to understand a little bit more of the 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 activities. Like okay, I I got so much questions, right? And like I said, we're going forever. But in terms of like preparation for tours, is it is it work that is being done um, for the group? And and this is not you personally, but you spoke about about the network. But is this work that is done? Um, majority of work is done as as for, for for the team in general. Is it team? Is it team focus? Is it is it player focus? Is it a mixture of both? Does that what happens leading up to the series uh, varies from what happens maybe on tour or or, or in the middle of a of a, of, a, of a tournament um yeah. yeah just some some insight into into you know the the nitty-gritty like i said we don't we also don't need the the, the finer details but just like you know what what it kind of looks like yeah that's that's a fantastic question i remember when i was home in in june you know i was breezing with jace share and um and brief and they were asking you know what i mean because i think the the fellas have a gentleman that comes in and does some work with them as well. Right. I can't remember his name now. God, God drinks. Nice fellow. Um, but they'll ask me, you know, what is that you do? What is it you actually do? And that's a good question because I feel even before I was studying sports psychology, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't know what, what you really do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and I believe, and it is also one of those fields, right? Let me say you use a doctor or a physiotherapist. If you get a bad doctor, you've got to get another doctor you get a bad physiotherapist you must have another somebody break the foot you know get hamstring you must work on that it's very tangible whereas the work that sports psychologist does is less tangible right and people will often say things i know a lot of coaches here say if i will they say i would rather have no a, a no sorry no sports psychologist than have a bad one so my mm -hmm. preference is i would have a good one no no psychologist than a bad one so it's that kind of that feel where if you don't got a good one, people will almost do without. Versus yeah. you can't do without a physiotherapist, you can't do without a doctor, you can't do without a coach. So because of that, the, the mythical or kind of eerie-fairy nature of what it is, I feel as a sports psychologist, you must be able to describe clearly the areas that you can bring benefit in. You don't oversell, you don't want to say, oh yeah, I, I will do this. If I come your player, because that's taking credit for somebody else's thing. But what are the areas? So if I was to describe those areas, the first area you work in is, is mental health, right? So over here in, Austra in Australia, when you qualified as a sports psychologist, or if you are qualified as a psychologist and you did a master of sport and exercise psychology, which is what I did, you are also qualified as a general psychologist. So you can go and work with the general population, you know, deal with depression or anxiety or just did anything, right? So you're qualified in that. But mental health is the first part of it. I know. It's getting more airtime in Barbados these days, I suppose, with you know, with internet and different things. But just the idea that in terms of mental health, it's just like this well. You're all on a scale somewhere, right? So I like to talk about baseline. Let me say baseline is zero, right? If I, if I found shot baseline, that means I'm fine. 
Now, from baseline, I could go all the way to flourishing, right, or excelling in terms of my mental health. And from baseline, it could be below the line, too. But when you think about psychopathology, like depression and anxiety and, you know, your more severe things like schizophrenia or whether it be an eating disorder or burnout, those are all below the line. And then above the line is your, ex, your athletes who are performers who excel at the highest level. They are flourishing. But that's the scale. We are all somewhere on the scale. Whereas when people hear of mental health, they feel, okay, that's people that are below the line. But mm-hmm. that's the first thing. You're looking after mental health. Some people are below the line, and it's about helping them manage, you know, manage whatever it is, get to baseline from a functioning standpoint, and then looking to flourish. Some people will be below the line and performing really well in sports, but the rest of their personal life is not going well. And I like to say to people all the time, um, you know, especially if you're studying the brain or whatever it is, you only get one brain. People that's at us though, you get a sports brain and then a personal life brain or brain for you. You got one brain. If my yeah. brain is not pumped, if I'm not sleeping over a long period, it will affect my performance, right? If I don't have any social connections or, or meaningful friendship, when I'm struggling, that can, that can cause me to not cope as well. All those things matter. But that's the first area, working with people's mental health, making sure people have a good plan. They're either looking to work towards flourishing or you're looking to get them out of the So that's one. The next part of it will be performance, right? But that performance will go at a group level and an individual level. And again, it's not that you're making it up for them or you're doing it for them. You're working into that space. So as a team performance, can you help the coaches and the support staff and the leaders identify, you know, they will set up the captain and the coach and cricket, get it determined where the group going. So they have that idea and you can ask the right questions. You work into that space. And once they say that, you think of, okay, how can I break it down to help contribute to building the skills that we want to go in as a group? And then at an individual level, each person has their own performance, you know, needs. So I like to talk about a cycle of, you know, every event or whatever it is you do, you have three phases to it, right? You got before, during, and after. Every event you do. So it could be this podcast that we're doing now. Uh, you follow the podcast or blog, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, um, podcast. Yeah. So they got before. Before they say, what's important? Before any event, preparation. So before this, you know, I have brushed my teeth before I go here, yeah, comb my hair, I put lotion on my face, right? And if my legs get me in the picture too, I can put lotion on them too, but the legs in the picture. So <laughs> preparation is important, right? Cool. Then once you're in the actual thing, you're performing, you got in cricket in particular, you got to do problem solving and then execution, right? So I have to make decisions quickly. Was the field, was the run rate, blah, 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 and execution. So in order for me to do that successfully, I need to build a routine. Right? I need to build a routine that allows me when I want to be paying attention to, okay, between balls, I can pay attention to the field, I can regulate my emotions, I can switch off. Then when the ball coming down, the only thing that matters is the ball. So I can build a routine to allow me to regulate my attention and my emotions so I can make good decisions and problem solve, right? I execute. So before is preparation, during is that process around problem solving and execution. And then after is the thing that we probably do the worst. How do I reflect accurately, right? I want to reflect accurately on what's going on. Because that reflection can lead into my next preparation. And for example, the results, we know cricket is a result sport, but the results don't always tell you how well you play. You know, one day you can go there and you can backshite and you can play and miss seven or eight times, play four or five bad shots early and get away with it, you might make 80. And the next day you might make no mistakes, right? And get to 20, you know, you bat it beautifully and one just hit the scene, nip out, and you're out. So if I was to reflect on those two performances and I just, just go over the results, which is what we're inclined to do, but I 80, I go, yeah, my score 80. What about sweet? Yeah. And so I don't change my preparation or my decision-making or my process, but I can get found out because I did not bat sweet. I played yeah. some portions and I got lucky. 
And then the next thing, if I make 20, or I make two scores under 10, right? And all of a sudden, they can't bat it bad. But I might literally get one bad decision and, you know, get two good balls or the game situation. I had a swipe. I should not be changing anything in my preparation because everything is fine in my preparation. But because I made three low scores, no way trying to hit more balls and they're trying to work on reverse sweep. Mm -hmm. So your reflection, how do I reflect accurately on something? That's really important. So instead of just my emotions or the results, I want to use some vision or some statistics or talk to the coach. So I want to have a network of people where I can have a robust reflection. So before, during, after, preparation, problem solving, execution, and reflection. These are things that you want to master. So that in the performance space or working to that space with individuals and, and with the team. Some people are gonna have more answers already and they just want to tweak a few things. Some people are building that out from scratch, right? So you got mental health, you got performance, you got team dynamics and team culture, you know, so you're working to that space. Again, if you're the captain and the coach in cricket, just set that tone and then you will help build into that, right? So you might facilitate a value session with the group or, you know, trademarks or whatever it is, or you might take notes and just point out observations. But team culture and dynamics or the coach might say, mate, you know, I don't know how to communicate with Jace. You know, when Jace is not going well, I feel like I try to give him motivation, but it goes the wrong way. How do I chat with him? So it might be that individual kind of team or team dynamics or team team uh, culture. And then the final thing that I would say we work into is just that operational or organizational effectiveness, right? And and a great mentor of mine, like Lloyd and Michael Lloyd, he used to kind of map it out like this for me. So in your organization, you know, or in the team that you're working in, how is that you helping the staff? To make good decisions when you're planning for a tour, to take psychology into consideration, to take recovery into consideration, take preparation time, make the strength conditioning course. How do you just work together as an organization to make sure we're planning correctly? So, to your point before, when you're leading into a series, what are the factors we take into consideration? How about recovery time? How about preparation? How about this? How about that? And then putting the psychological spin on it. And when you get to tour, it's more managing what happens then. So, before the tour, you make your plan A, plan B, plan C. And then you go on a tour, you must respond to what happens in front of you. You go on a tournament. Uh, so give an example. We got analysts. He can tell us, you know, you play at this ground. These are the average score. Usually back first hit, both whatever. But then you get to the ground now, and you make it playing completely different. So no, we must adapt. All right. right. So that's what you do in tour. You adapt. We go on a tournament and everything rolling. You're winning all your games. You know, you might just keep rolling and flowing. I don't do too much. You lose your two or three first games. There might be more work to do. So you do your preparation beforehand. And then once you get there, you must adapt to what comes. So to just simplify that down to four things, mental health and well-being, performance at the team and the individual level, team dynamics and, and culture, and then that operational kind of effectiveness. That's how we describe it. Yeah, spot on, spot on, brilliant. Sorry, I, I rambled on there for about 15 minutes. Yeah. No, I never no, rambled on that. Was, that was, it's just, I feel like it was in a, a lecture just now. You know, you mind just there, bro. And again, really, any man to talk for five more minutes, I would have had pen on people. This is making noise. Right? This is coming with crazy noise. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, sure. I got a few questions for you here, mate. Um, right, the first one, you spoke about the the um workout final, the women's workout final. Right. I want you to. That was that was the highlight like, like of your on the women's aspect. Give me one from the men's aspect, though. You said for, for the men's team, I highlight. For a highlight team, a moment you now forget. Obviously, plenty has been happening in the men's team space recently. I'm sure you guys have been following the news and seeing all the changes and 
and different things like that. And but I would say, so when I was, so you know Marnus, right? Marnus plays in the same uh, competition from Queensland. We played the same competition when he was a proper youngster. You know, we played against each other, and we used to beat up on it all the time, right? We, uh, I could be a lot of success over a long period of time. We used to beat up on it. And I remember when he first came in, you know, like we used to blame, we used to blame him when we played against him. Because he, he, I tell you, my love cricket, like, you know, my love cricket. I think we used to whip it, claim it, all that. So to see him develop, you know, over a period of time, and then see him score, you know, his, his first set of runs, and to be there, that was a full circle kind of moment for me because it took me on a journey to go, well, he used to play against his man, you know. Obviously, he's a far better player than I, than I ever was. But he used to play against his person and to just see him play at our level and then to recognize my journey to go, you know what? You took a different route to, you know, to be where you are, but you're here in the Australian men's team. I feel like that was a real, that was a real highlight. And in terms of a team, in terms of a team highlight, I would say in the Caribbean, you know, when we were just there, obviously we had beaten the T20s pretty bad with a, a really inexperienced squad. Yeah, let me and know, then, let me know. Just play disclaimer, let, no, let me know. <laughs> okay. nine, nine people already starting 11 were potentially not there, but it's not a big deal. We have my part off there, right? So, um, but when we went to Kensington and we played the one-day games at Kensington, and again, this is not the Kensington that I remember growing up. Like Kensington is spinning big and slow and all this kind of thing. But we won that series 2-1 with a bunch of young fellas. And a lot of those guys, remember I told you I started working halfway. So a lot of those guys I saw when they were coming through on the 19 or national performance squad or Australia A. And then to see those guys do well and win those games. Because, I mean, you still, West Indies at home are a good sight. You know, it won't surprise me if West Indies just beat England in the 1920s. Um, you know, England pretty much full strength. It won't surprise me if we beat England in the test. Uh, West Indies are still a good sight at home. So to see those fellas, again, with all the COVID bubbles and losing about in the T20s and a lot of, there's a lot of media scrutiny, as you guys will understand. But to see them win that ODA series, that was a highlight for me. Again, because you had an opportunity to observe them before and a lot of guys on their first international tour to do well. So I, I would say that, that was a highlight. Whenever you get an opportunity to see people grow and develop, that to me is more meaningful than even the mercenary piece because I feel as if you have more, not more to do in terms of claiming their success, but you have more investment more understanding of their journey versus if I was to say go and work with a team, pop in for one tournament, never work with them before, and then win. How much that got to do with me? Probably not much. You know, maybe you put out a couple of fires or you help manage a couple of situations, but you weren't invested in that process. So, yeah, I hope that, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And another one, compare home here. And no, Barbara's could probably fit it. I'll show you two million things. But compare, <laughs> give, me a, give me a comparison to life here and life over there. Is any similarities, a vast difference? What? And then it says about Beijing, every part of the world. You have about any right, part right. of Mar- I got a partner in Martha Serbia. And he said, when he went to, when he went, he spent some time in Serbia, and he saw three black, three black people, himself and two others. So, like, you ever bought any other Beijing in Australia or anything like that? Well, that's that's a good question. I can put a disclaimer, Brittany. You know, you know this was long before I met you as well. So, <laughs> I went to university. I went to university in 2009, and, and so it was what, February or March 2009. And so they had this, big, you know, I, I was a confident. Say, oh, you're a confident fellow. I never think I get home sitting on that. You know, I went to Australia. I was 18. I ain't no boy. 
I know a single person always staying in a hostel. Now, I didn't even know what a hostel was. I only know about a hotel. They have a hostel. <laughs> um, anyway, they go and stay in this room. We've got three men staying in the room with me. Go left your bag lock and all kinds of sheer showers and all kind of weird things. You know how I share in the shower in the body. Well, I bet everybody gone. I ain't bet I bet him in the boy. I was nasty. We go on an orientation, orientation week now. I did for about a week and I started to feel a little homesick. I think, you know, I remember going out to the I mean, massive auditorium, you know. And I went UE for I went UE for a semester before I left. You know, UE relatively, we think it big, but oh, compared to relatively small. I see a building that was about as big as UE, right? So we go in there now. That's orientation just for the international students. Throughout the university itself, I think they got like 47,000. I'm making out this number, but they have about 45,000 students, however, and about 20,000 of them international students. Because obviously, international students paying big money to come uh, overseas, right? They're paying more money than locals. So we're going to this big hall for auditorium. And man, you're calling out the countries you're from, right? So they're going down the order. Obviously, Barbados early. And so they say, you know, like, oh, whatever it is. You know, I can't remember. Austria, the only name I can think of with the A. Whatever it is, by the going to lay a Barbados early doors off. Oh, we got our first ever student from Barbados, the kind of University of Queensland. So, you know, I got now, you know, and you're standing up, you know, in front of our country. So I stand up now <clears> and I see like down and I top it or turn back. And I see somebody right down at the bottom, like, stand up at the same time. So you know, you burn, and there's a girl, a red skin girl, look very pretty. <laughs> and, <laughs> so we stand up at the same time. Now, like, obviously, you met us. And see, and they mouth, but I guess we got two shooters from Barbados. You know, everybody clapped leather. So after no, I gone up, you know, I talked to the girls. And I was 18. I tell you, her name was Alicia. And they say, wait, you from Barbados? She's like, no, I'm from Jamaica. So you started foot when it's in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> she got a Barbados passport. She was born in Barbados, <laughs> in Jamaica. So she thought that, you know, they see she's Barbados, but whatever it is. So anyway, you know, I thought some like. And she said, I just, it's just a chat. She said, boy, damn yourself, boy. Like, she's 27. Like, man, yourself, boy. You could be my child. I show my child. I get the now. Well, we actually ended up living together for the first year. You know what I mean? So, anyway, as you say, you'll find a bitch anywhere. She was born in Barbados. Um, <laughs> but to answer your question, you know, I ain't asking you a question. Living in Barbados. <laughs> living in Barbados. I mean, they have some similarities in terms of, obviously, as you guys know, Barbados is a very laid back relaxed place you know very social so it's not quite that social but for the big countries and you know even in australia compared to sydney and melbourne it's called brisbane like a big country town that's what they say you know uh it's quite relaxed in terms of you know compared to other big cities which i like and everything about great australia in general they love west indians right if you find because they revered that time in the 80s when we used to beat them up but you know dave and Clyde lloyd and all Joe Garnabak, they may love the West Indies team of the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I love West Indies. So anybody found out you from the West Indies, you love you, right? Because of that cricket aspect. They don't have a lot of other black people around. There's a lot of people from Asia, um, you know, India, and those kind of places around here because it's close to that side of the world. But I've met, you know, I actually had two other major fellows that came to university while I was there. I did the master's program, but then the only majors I've met while I've been in, in, in Brisbane. The quality of life is fantastic. Um, clean, like place clean. You don't see the guy in Australia, you don't see garbage nowhere. Do not see garbage, not, not a side of the road, not a say, man, look after the place. Always, even in cities and stuff, you got trees, you can't get away without seeing trees on parks and your public park. And they got these public gyms outside, you know, they pull up bar and all that. 
So they look after the players really well. The place is very clean. They they take a big pride in how they present, you know, present the place. And they love nature. So the difference, you know, that's different in Australia now. I mean, animals here do not have any respect for people. I mean, birds would be attacking you. I think, you know, you got birds in my I could not believe it the first time in Australia. And I just walk in comfortable casual. Next thing, like, right here, boom, boom, boom. I look on a bird, they actually try to back up my eye. <laughs> I got the bird now long time. I got my bag being bought in bird. Everybody looking at me like I said, idiot, everybody walking bird. That's a mic fight. I got next bird name of Plava. And these things that lay the eggs kind of drown you more. I had to on cricket fields. Men don't have no respect for Nori. They ain't going to cricket fields. And I walking past and next lovers attack me too. So many birds attack me. <laughs> right? So you go and get used to animals. You know, you feel a bird that ever attack me in Bobby. <laughs> You get killed, but you cannot do that. You the animals here. Birds can attack you, you can't get a slingshot and deal with one of them. Do that massive point and you'll probably get in jail. Right? So that's another difference. And I mean, bush turkeys, it's just be right in a bush turkey. They'd be walking with the place. Like you'd be at university, I used to be at a canteen. Then my bird jump on the table. A bush turkey jump on the table there right next to you. They're chilling out. They're fighting for people. These big ass, um, they just call them water dragons. Look like an iguana. I know all women is religious. I tell you, I ain't about that. Walking, I need desk. I think you know, like I need to I can't see walking for people for and people even play shit. I got both my feet up in chairs and all that. Took me a while to deal with to deal with the animals. You know what I mean? But no, I would say I'm. I mean snakes, snakes. I mean, men don't be fighting for snakes. I think. Like to oh, nah, nah, just like me talking, nah, that's just a carpet snake. This thing's as big as you, you know. <laughs> you like when they, you know, you like to have them in your because it's getting people rooms. I think some oh, this good because they eat you rats. I don't like rats, but if I go and choose between an anaconda and a rat, we feel like put all the rat poison you with them, spiders and all kind of thing, boy. Like men, men got spiders that are so big. Let me just. So big ass by the name of Huntsman. The big ones big in your head. I found with the body big in your head and there's got legs coming from every I mean they'd be cool, man. Don't be afraid of these things. You know, I used Whoa. to live in constant fear when I first I, I don't make clothes outside. I you know, yeah, university we'll dry or what? I, I, dry. <laughs> I grow I never use a dishwasher in my life. I never hear about dry, but now I must get dry because Brittany, like Brittany now lives and my fiance. I got engaged in, in January surprise. Congrats, congratulations. Ricky said, what's all this hanging out clothes thing? You we must get it right. <laughs> so I, oh, yeah, right. I used to hang out my clothes. I'm a man now wants to hang out my clothes. And I, I you know, I hear no way down. And I spider double. You know, I dropped my shirt over the body. So I used to live in a lot of fear of the, of the animals, but over a period of time now, mostly because I don't want to embarrassed. I've become accustomed to you know all this. I still can't do with snakes, right? And I tell you one more story. So these things don't have to be my I remember one night I was sleeping, and for whatever reason, I dropped sleep in the opposite direction of my bed. Yeah, right. So my feet, I had a bed. I mean, I was living with a partner of mine. I tell you, Benny, I found him, Benny. So I know because it's got all these animals and things. A lot of these places got like fly screens. You know what I mean? So you open your window and they got your fly screens, and the flies or mosquitoes can't come in. But just really open your window to go a little, a little hole. You push your hand through and open your window. So one, and I got my windows open, right? So again, but I, you know, very can't afford the air conditioning. So you know, you open your windows. So I'm going to sleep now. 
the wrong direction for whatever reason. You know, you think you dream every week. I hear this rustling, like this rustling underneath my bed. That's fuck is that? Oh, you hear this rustling again. So I do so that I put my head on the bottom of my bed and look down my man. And these men call these things, call it a possum. You think it like a like a bear, right? A possum, like so a possum. And uh-huh. As big, you know, the thing about, <laughs> let me say it too, like a, a third of a meter. I think big, big fucking possum. Yeah. So I front flip out of my bed now, going on my door. You know, I can't touch this thing. Like, it's like a massive rat. That way, like a massive rat. Imagine how big this thing is. And I had to stand off in my bedroom with this thing for 30 minutes. I went to a tiny hole. I can't get out. I got a broom. I poke a broom at it. I try I roll it, cricket balls at it, everything for this thing to go. And eventually, I hit it with a cricket ball. Not hard. I ain't torture animal. I hit it with a cricket ball. <laughs> you gotta put out there. You gotta put out there. You gotta put out there. And then eventually, I'm a battery hole. So this way, is not dealing with don't let your doors open, don't let your windows open, nothing like that. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's a fantastic place to live. I enjoy it. I think the opportunity the difference between only biggest difference between home and there, as you guys will know, you know, all of us are educated. I've got friends who are educated, but you don't necessarily have the, the pathway. If I was home, I would not be a job I'm in because there's no jobs in that. You got no money in sports psychology. I got friends, you know, master's degrees and different things, and it just got to take a job to get a job. You know, we will appreciate that. So I feel there's a lot more opportunity here, you know, a lot more scope for making money in different roles that's not the traditional one. Um, but all in all, you know, the thing that I would say is similar is people are quite laid back. Um, and I think people, you know, the people look after the place well, which we do in Barbados fairly well as well. But, you know, the food, the food is the biggest is the thing that is, food and people is the thing that is missed most on. Like, in terms of the people, while they are friendly, it's different to being home. And again, I don't know if things change, but you know, you go to Subway or you go to the supermarket or something. You go to Subway, you go get something to eat, and girl put. Some food for you. It wasn't so bad. We used to have this place that we went in town. We used to go after school, me, me Rome's and, and Kali. And you know, they gave you subs. The girl are pretty. You know, you feel, you say, my sweet girl, look at me. I'm born here, Zabba. You give me a little more, now. Look so sweet. You joke around and say things like that. You can't do that, man. What? <laughs> what you know? Oh, Chris Gill got blamed when he said, you know, don't blush me. You know? <laughs> I understand, right? I understand why you come across as disrespectful then. But I just try to explain to people, like, back home, a girl ain't. Women ain't like this helpless. Well, if the woman ain't body, she said, Boy, behave yourself, boy. As if you got a chance. You know what I mean? Like women ain't helpless, whatever. So, but over here that that's not the same culture. So you can't, you know, you can't joke around the same until you know yeah. somebody real good. Mm. Grass at home, you will say something. A waitress at your restaurant, you will flirt and you will joke around. You can't do nothing like that. There, people are nice, but I feel you gotta get to really know somebody personally before you can start cracking jokes and saying things like that. Whereas back home, you will just do it. And you know, it would get taken as a draw. And if not, the girl would curse you and you carry or whoever is <laughs> but, but Peter, honestly, right? Australia on my on my on my bucket list, you know, because of the wildlife, right? But what? you see, you see, but you see this 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 this, this you thing. got white ancestors in your you want bungee jump, you want skydive. <laughs> <laughs> But Peter, I, you see things with life, right? Peter, I tell you, man, man, you're only like, you can be frightened, yes. But when you do it and you enjoy it, that's it. Yeah. Well, like the the wildlife, it just be amazing how it is. But you know, one thing many people documented is on the National Geographic with the wildlife and 
they show the they show the, the price but it's also show the gloom and tell you hey <laughs> you know whenever you get bite the nearest thing is at some other things away and so in our case was the besides the possum you ever encountered well you do the beaches in australia already right yeah but you but you and i both know i know you ask no shots so let me, let me tell you, i never hear about one of my be saying me, I never hear about nobody eating a shot in Barbados ever, right? Because nobody will never get to see again, ever. So, so I feel like a few cover up, somebody eat by a shot and it's just in a drum or they gone missing. But I know we will never get in beach again. So, but I have a rule though. Let me tell you, when I was, so when I was at university, you know, I remember a good partner might have found in Vivek, right? He's from India. I'm just talking South Africa, but Indian descent. So he's, his girlfriend had her, you know, when it was 18 for the first day. Who I was at time. So we gone, right? And we gone for this like like boat. We gone for this boat, we're traveling, going with some shit, right? Whatever. So you know, first thing you from my they got shots so, away. Like asking, <laughs> nah, nah, you know, shots and I'll get food, food. So now everybody jump in the water, and I have 20 people and we jump in the water, make swimming boat with small clothes and all this. And hey, boat. Man, talking about if I can't scream, you know this, you know because there's a stereotype in america that black people can't swim um i thought yeah i could swim i go about that i can swim but i don't want to swim in there in case <laughs> i don't like when you can't see below you know what i mean but anyway eventually all the peer pressure me and i go on in there swim like an idiot so i go in there swimming now and i swim to swim but it's like shit right you know the top of the shit right just out the water and when we had got out the boat it was about 10 meters from the boat right right there so, you know, we go on snorkeling and we don't look like anything and then going boat. You know, by the time we get back up now and stand for the boat, I look at the back. The boat was 100 meters away from me. I know. <laughs> it was 10, but it's in the fucking floating. I saw an anchor down, but obviously the anchor got enough, enough chain. I said, I am not sitting back that road. Bring that boat and come for me. <laughs> so, we had a sign off about 15 minutes. So, the girl who birthday it was now had to swim for the boat and come. I, I kid you not, it's very embarrassing, but it's the truth. Hold my hand and swim with me back to the boat. I got one hour with your hand. I'm like, I still hold that. I just so frightened, boy. I just so frightened. You can't see me. I just so And people get eaten by sharks. Like a, a gentleman, you know, no joke. A fella got killed by a shark um, last week in Sydney. And obviously, it's tragic. And you get a few sharks out every year. Men, people here just are not afraid of it. They just aim for people to be surfing and chilling out and cooling. I said, nah, when they get a beach here, first they must be standing up. I'll never the first person out, never the first person left, or the first person right. If a shark <laughs> eat me, it's my time. I look at this chocolate here. I get nothing to do with one of them. I want some chocolate. It's my time. So yeah, I got a shark at the end. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very rare of them still to this day. You watch enough Jaws and I think in life didn't you know that man the boats are drift what's come next my man I, let, let me tell you something i i enjoy my animals but just like you say i love it on national geographic i want to see lions <laughs> and tigers i snake correct everything. that's really like it too that's just that really like it correct <laughs> i closely won't get but you know the snake i rest i mean two days ago 19 no joke 19 of the 21 most venomous snakes in the world live in australia and even people who live in the country like brown snakes super super poisonous may see them may pick them up by the tail man australians are not scared of wildlife. Like, everybody here dodging centipedes <laughs> 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 
Santa Fe is a serious thing, boy. No don't fit Santa Fe. Yeah. Any, any, guys have any more questions for Peter? Just one more, one more, one more. Uh, uh, um, you talk about you're the level three certified coach. Any um, dreams and aspirations of becoming an international coach, or is you can stick to the psychology aspect of it? Um, I feel no, I because I still obviously I said I still coach, you know, over at University of Queensland, and that's. That's a place that's very dear to my to my heart. You know, that's my first friends and family. And you know, as I said, when you're at yeah. university, you go, they may used to look over me. When I go, when you go on a Saturday, and I mean, then a drink of rum is called $10 a dinner. Can't yeah, buy that. How are you going to afford that? You'd be thinking about how you can eat. But it meant always the guy, you know, you go and Megan, man, will buy you drinks and, you know, make sure I got a place to stay for Christmas and all those kind of things. So they really looked after me well. Even our partner of mine, a fella and um, nicknamed Duck. I remember one time, but your fees is be due at a certain point in time. You know, it's a lot of money. So you'd be trying to put together and get your fees. Sorry, you not know, everybody, like family helping, uh, mom trying to organize it. And then one time, at a little bit late, and I had it. So I just say, you know, that cricket, I just say, you know, that training one that like, just, you know, could see that sound on my mind. And, and Duck come out to me and said, okay, no, I tonight cool, but everything's all right. He said, now tell me what's happening. I told him the situation, you know, and I was a couple of thousand dollars short, in a twenty dollars short at the time. And the man just said, no problem. My same any money just at that same day. Right? Same day. He didn't tell me what when they got paid back none of so I was no, I was able to pay him back very shortly because you know, the money came true. But just so things like that, you know, people really look after me at the club. So I feel my coach, I will always coach at University of Queensland in some capacity once they live in Brisbane, you know, to give back because they're and then more than that, they may have done, have done a lot for me. Um, and so I still coaching there. And in terms of an ambition to coach at a higher level, the, the thing with our international cricket, as you would appreciate, the thing is being away from home for so long um, that it has a shelf life. So for me, I certainly will not look to do anything that first, I don't think I will be able to get a job as an international coach yet. I feel that I will pay a lot more dues, do different things, you know, in the pathway, coach a club some things up or whatever uh, this thing i happy doing my psychology but even i don't see myself trying to do any international coaching for you know another 20 years you know what i mean like i want to be home more you know as time goes on you want eventually have children and uh, settle down I, I don't know how you can have a child be away for 10 months of the year but i don't know i don't know the best thing woman will put out without it um, <laughs> I'm Brittany's from Florida. She delivers all West Indian people are all like, so she's kind of like, like West Indian, right? Uh, I mean, obviously, for players, it's different because you're making enough money that you would say you got a little a 10 year career or whatever, 50, and then you could stay home or do different things. Whereas, you know, in a support staff job, well, you get paid well, you're still working your whole life, right? So, I would feel that. Fed is president of the cricket board in about 10, 15. Fagging ports you, man. Fagging you that well, contract. When, when you get there, buddy, you, you talk to me, man. You talk to me. But, yeah, <laughs> I would say one, one day I would be interested in testing my skills at a, at a high level proportion. But right now, right now, I'm happy where I am. I'm doing as best I can in the psychology, in the psychology role. Okay. All right, all right. All right Mr. Clark. Um... On behalf of the guys, this was in the works for a while, you know, negotiating behind the scenes, you know, trying to get time to line. Trying to get time you to line. You better us in negotiating and let people feel like that. You get paid. We're trying to align times behind the scenes for a while, man. So I just, on behalf of the guys, 
Um, it's greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciated. Um, but before you go, is there anyone you would like to see on Bench Talk? But you go hook us up with your plug. But again, let's oh. to think about that. I have one final question, so you can think about that person. But okay. I just want to know before you go any Australian gig, have you ever offered your services to Barbados or Westerners Cricket? In terms of offering my services in a professional capacity, no. When I was mm. when I was before I went to study, um, mm. you know there was, I mean, but you guys know about this. So mm. I don't know. I don't want to come across the blind in the body. I don't know how to put it delicately. We there was like a in, they had a scholarship or whatever advertising the paper, right? Let me say a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it was. Um, but they had no application form. I saw but at the time this before we overseas to study, I had called, you know, and I obviously kept talking about many things and things that I insist them. I say, you know, let's apply for this scholarship. How we go about it? And basically, I, I, I'm saying, you know, because my intention originally was always to I want to go off and learn this and come back home and support West Indies cricket. You know what I mean? That was always my dream when I left. And the man saying like, nah, you know, like they went through a process and they decided that they they don't want to give me, you know, I didn't. I don't know if to say they qualified. They decided to go in a different direction, which was fine. Um, and so, you know, we, my family dug deep and we put together, you, you know, you make your sacrifices you got to make and I went long. Um, and even when I was doing my master's or about to do my master's, um, somebody had contacted me, you know, somebody working with him, I said, I don't want to call the names. At the time I said, you know, like, I didn't know you don't have blah, blah, blah. Told him my situation, I play, you know, like, talk to this person. I talked to somebody and it, and it fell through again, you know, so. That's yeah, not to you know disparage anybody. Like again, when one person gets saying someone else gonna miss out, right? So I was just the boy that missed out and I had a problem. Um, but I didn't get any, you know, I don't feel a kind of loyalty or to go, yeah, boy, let me go back and give back right now. Cause the people who invested in me is the people here. You know what I mean? Like I said when I was at uni, the cream club is the people who put money into me and time into me and get me my coaching certificates and you know, the people who looked after me when I or, or it's my family, you know. Um, and a lot of people here have helped me along the way. And these people also gave me an opportunity. You know, it's not like if I finished university and the rest of print more, somebody called me and said, hey, we know what you're doing. We had an iPhone here. Here's a job. I was here working and I got opportunity here. So, um, again, I said, I had to disparage the boy about home. Like, no, boy, I didn't necessarily do nothing wrong or nothing like that. It's just that here I got opportunities given to me. And I feel like I owe loyalty to the people who helped me get where I am here. Um, I obviously, as I said, I will still I love West Indies cricket. I'll always be a big and you know, I support the West Indies. The only time I don't support the West Indies is if we play against them, right? Uh, if Australia <laughs> and then even so, you still want to see the fellas do well, but we just, I just won't win. Um, so I'll always be a big I never, I will never feel like I'm not a big or a serve of West Indies cricket, but yeah, that just has not been on the cards in terms of the opportunities I was given. I was giving them here, I'm not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget your person. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say you, you want to be a person, you want to be a person, just anybody who I want to see on the on the show or some yeah. you're looking for a connection. I know you. You really want me like that say if it's somebody I know. Perfect, perfect, you know. <laughs> no, I know I I I have to think yeah. about that and send it to you yeah. all right, No problem, no problem. Yeah. No problem at all. Uh, as you say, thank you, thank you very much for having me on the on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, you guys are doing great things and discussing important issues, and it's good to see young people. You know, it's it's kind of our time in terms of this is this is our generation, so it should be you know people like yourselves representing these conversations and topics. You know, while you're online, so 
big ups for what you guys are doing. I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, no worries, Peter. No worries at all. Um, as 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 Nero said, we really want to thank you for for taking the time out. As Nero said, the times uh, they weren't really aligning um previously, but you know we were definitely glad that we finally got Peter Clark on the show. Uh, it was definitely a, a, a exciting chat, Peter. I mean, we were here for all thirty odd minutes, and to be honest, I could honestly go another all my thirty. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I know we, we can't do that. We 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 all we all have um well, stuff to, to get to. Uh, but you know, Peter, and I mean, yes, you you are the psychologist, the the, the uh, Australia team. But no, the, the, when I saw a couple of months ago, when I saw you a picture of uh, you and Leslie Riffa at the on the nineteen World Cup, you know that 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 picture for me, it, it really it really hit home for me. You know, to see. <clears throat> Obviously, Leslie Reef is a very good friend of mine, and I, I know you through Leslie. And you know, I, I've actually I've I've actually been to your house a couple of times. And as, as Clay said, there was not there wasn't a time when I, when it was there, and it wasn't me and ten other people. <laughs> um, so you know, I've, I've I've obviously you know come to know you pretty pretty good. And you know, uh, as Clay said, a top man, top top individual. And and I know to see you and Leslie there at that at that. At the on the native work, two guys that you know were into cricket at, at, at a young age, and you know they didn't necessarily go down the the path of playing, but to be in there at, at you being a psychologist and, and Leslie being an umpire, and and then two you know very important roles and capacities, it really you know really made it feel good you know for you guys knowing you guys personally you know so, uh just want to continue, wish you all the best in in, in your journey. I know whatever you whatever you put your mind to, I know you're gonna smash it. I know you're gonna knock it out the park. Uh, like I said, we, we wish you all the best, my brother. Appreciate it, fellas. Keep doing a good work, boys. Yeah. All right, thanks, bro. Thanks a lot, buddy. Cheers. All right, guys. We know how to interest <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Nero, you get off the hook there, no? You get off the hook there, Nero. I, I really wanted to ask. I really wanted Wait. to get into to, to, to Peter there about, about playing, playing against. So I wanted Peter to rate your bowling, you know. But I, 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 I it's just the time. I thought Clay would have gotten it out of stock. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I got I I, 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 you, you heard, you heard, you heard what he said. That's no, you saw me. Yeah. Yeah. About Nero's, Nero's supposed boy. Oh yes, perfect, perfect. Yes. I think I touched on that. I think I touched on that quickly. Please, before you go, how how listen. how how do you react in Nero's bowling? Listen to me. Listen to me. I don't really. That's what I was saying. As a matter of fact, you you remember when Nero? I think it was on the 19 schools competition. Nero met beer runs, right? This Nero scored is... two or three hundreds and come on. Come on. Come on. I mean, you know, if, you know, Nero always. <laughs> like, you know, the first ball gave five blow down, but I didn't throw him out. Get back on my. Five blow. I played walking off. It could get bad. It's, the ball would have hit the middle of the middle stuff. I didn't see famous Akeem Nero go up there. You <laughs> <laughs> You play with Louis Lynch at the time. 
No, I thought no, Alexandra. Bear runs, man. Bear runs. From hero, from hero to zero. That does refer to Peter Carr. Car <laughs> from hero to zero. Uh, blame, I, man. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I heard that term already, but I didn't, I didn't care for Peter. No, that, that, that came from Peter Carr. From hero, because uh, they said, you know how real runs. Everybody talking about this man. From that husband's. He wrote his hero, man. He wrote his hero, man. They probably blow it out. I thought it'd get me. I thought it'd get me. I thought it'd get me. We did a goal. We did a goal. You still, you still, who here is still playing? The fellow still playing cricket? No. Yeah, man. Fed on the road. Fed on the road. Only two. You're right. Yeah. And Clint is coach. Yeah. I saw Clint coaching on. on. I saw you got an Instagram page for you coaching. Okay. Yeah, yeah, optimum performance. I can go, I can go along. I go, I go and find all the files on Instagram. I don't know a lot of people on Instagram, right? There's only the people I actually know and things. So I go, go and find all the files now and follow up, follow what we're all doing. So, but I only two of the men play. Yeah, that's how we, we young men, you know. We should still play cricket, but you don't always no, find different roles. You know, he said, he says, some men find different roles. And as you said, <laughs> man said, the money talk, boy, man get a job and Hmm. I get no hot sun for men to kind call and trust, and then don't got 11 pay. Yeah, so yeah. correct. Well, you are a man because people I tell you, people love West Indies cricket. You people always want to know because they, they are custom. Oh, the people like we age and thing, I look what grew up. I like in West Indies, man. Ah, so you know what happened to West Indies cricket all this year. I am this thing still got like mainstream in the water. Yeah, you got to talk about cities, no, brother. So you could yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> I just get said. I just get said. People, people used to say, uh, always ask the question. I got a motorcycle machine. Ask the questions of you know, like what happened to West Indies cricket stuff. And one thing I said though was, which I can still say how like my language but, is that people. When you finish now, right? So here or in Australia, when you finish school, let me see you play on a 19 or whatever age. You know, they ever got there. Let me say 14 or 15 people contracted to a state contract. And it's be good money. You know, I don't want to talk about in my pocket, but it's good money. It's like a, it's the equivalent to working a good full-time job, right? That before, and then you still get match payments. So the first class credit is making a lot of money. But let me say, even if you are not going to play a first class game, they have a rookie contract list. And those fellas, they get paid well too, get paid more than... Now, what the so the average salary coming out of university in Australia is forty-five thousand dollars, right? That's the average. That's across all it feels like at first year or the uni, and the rookie contract is better than that. So obviously, it's attractive for a young person to finish school and go. You let me let me get a rookie contract. So men want to stay in that. So even if you had other options, you would choose that, right? Whereas back home, we turn 18, 19, and you learn in the, in the West Indies team, even even if it's Barbados, we all you supposed to do with that you know in terms of supporting your your family or something like that people that have other options not that everybody who say don't have a lot some people make a choice but a lot of people will go you know what again overseas and study people who do track and field and things like that they go off and do track and field and, and stop playing cricket we know a lot of people like that right well people go overseas get a cricket thing study and then stop playing cricket they go and get a job so that's that's the difference that you know money is money and organization is a real thing so when I tell people what happened, like, yeah, we'll lose a lot of talent. We'll beat anybody under 15, right? Yeah. We got the ability and the talent. But after that, those structures and things are a lot different to ours. 
Now, again, I don't, I will not say I have the answer, but I know that is very, very hard to compete with. And then all the other things we were saying before in terms of access to resources and professional disciplines. But there's that money coming out means that you can hold on to your talent. The fellows who want to play and good enough, you can hold on to them. Versus they cricket, you know, like, look, all fellows on this call were talented cricketers, but you know, you're not playing cricket anymore because you got a game. You're going to start making some money. Man, want to go y'all eat, man. Man, want to go But not, not me. you. Not you. <laughs> not me. I left out a young single man, boy. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, well, once again, uh, this time, this time, I, I ain't going to bring it back this time. I, 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 I thought that we the off the live stream. That's why I'm telling them. You that? No, oh, no, never no, 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 no need to pause. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not the first person that 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 would have um ranked the Ross bowling in in. in Craig, in, in Craig, 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 bowling. The cap, Craig, Craig, where is bowling? That's a very decent off off word. Decent, decent, magnificent. Yeah, Craig, come on, this show I'm bashing the Rose bowling. Craig is not like I said. The Rose is not a good bowler. Come on, let's be real. And then, and then, and then, and was decent. then, and was and then, and then, and then, and then, and you and you and then, and then, and then, and then, and and then, and then, and then, and yeah. Nero, I would never, I would never blame you so if I know we the online. Just, just end the interview about ten minutes before. He said, "Nah, we all fight." <laughs> I, 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 I ended your part. I ended your part in the interview. Yeah, so, we still got a little bit to go. Yeah, we still got uh, a little bit to go. Yeah. 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 Let me, let me go along for a bit. Nero, I apologize, buddy, but let, let everybody hear though. He met enough runs that he scored enough hundreds. Just not against QZ. But he met enough. I lodged. I lodged. Yes, going on again. Yes, going on again. But everybody else. So he met. He had done nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> you know that was in the studio on the 19 format. Then it's a schedule. Every night, the boys used to play up in there. But I'm bashing with you, real boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Peter. Thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks, Peter. All right, Peter. <laughs> yeah, Nero boys. Sorry, I, I I saw Peter there, and I I I. I Sorry, I, I ain't do it to you in a long. I mean, we ain't really had much to guess on in a, in a long time, but uh, you know, I just had to, had to add in that part in the real boy. Uh, guys, quickly, we just wanna, I just wanna touch on the um selection of the West Indies test team. Uh, I know my mom really into happy to see John Campbell uh back in it in the side, but let me just read out the, 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 the squad quickly. Uh, we have Craig Braffitt, Captain, Jermaine Blackwood, Vice Captain, John Campbell, Shamar Brooks, and Kuma Bonner, Jason Holder, Calmiris, Joshua De Silva, Kimar Roach, Jaden Seals, Azari Joseph, Anderson Phillip, or Sammy Pramal. Yeah. Uh, so quickly, no, no shockers there for me, Jason. Mm -hmm. um, I believe Shannon may be injured. So yeah, yeah, I believe yeah, yeah, I believe Shannon may be injured. So mm -hmm. Anderson Phillip probably is 
I don't know, one of the sharper guys on the on the regional scene. He's done relatively well with, with, with the limited games that he would have played in la over the last two for a start season. So I don't have a huge problem with, with, with his inclusion. I I I wouldn't st unless unless the wicket um at Saviv has a lot of grass, I don't think he would make my, my start in eleven. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Um but he's a good he's a decent enough option to have to have to have in the in the squad. So um like I said a couple of shows ago, whichever opener scores a hundred in the first two rounds of, of the first star season, they will play. So said, so then John scored a hundred, John plays. John um, foolishness. So <laughs> I I but really who 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 would you have played who who would have been your selection to open the batting? Because okay, they say a man should play, but I who, who would but you have gonna give you're gonna give you're gonna give the boy um Jeremy so a chance because mm. he didn't get fear break, he get injured, and he he get the um the concussion in his debut. He plays right, right. Year. So it, it's not to say that he played in Sri Lanka and feel new selectors though. New selectors. Just that's just a point that to, to and, and he had the same opportunity. Well, no, he ever played. He didn't play. Like he, the world to he hurt. No, he played. He played one for the first game. I think he got injured the first game, and I think he played the second game. Yeah, but you know, you know, just look at certain games and certain matchups. But John pump, John pump a hundred against Barry a hundred. All right. So twenty-four. Remember, twenty-four. My only question, Mark, is um, Phillips. Um, I guess he, he, they're probably trying to go to the same line as as Jaden Seals, the trainee. Um, I, I'm not saying he's a bad bowler, but I think he leapfrogs something. Like, but, we're 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 man. yeah, man. We might say that is like, being biased, but Mackie had a decent for he might not be as quick as, as him, but Mackie had 40 oh. plus wicket. Mackie, Max Swain, Preston, mm -hmm. he went on oh. tour the last two tours and he scored 87 the other day. I just say I, 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 just him, say, I, I just I just think that as horses for for courses. So yeah, Nero, a person has yeah. made a few things, but obviously there's no Shannon. The attack could yeah, be a little same. Fair, same fair, in Dapper and Dapper and Jason Kimar. Um, Kimar. So you got you got three guys there that 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 you know just bowling medium pace. Um, so I I I can. But is but just my thing is, is is Anderson is Anderson does Anderson more idiot maybe? If he's bowling at I think he's probably high eighties to be honest. Um, so he's a little sharper, but he's a little sharper than the rest. He, if he if he does play, he's gonna be he probably will be the quickest bowler on show. So we got some names here for the guys. I just want the guys to tell me if hard done boy or or not. Hmm. Devon Thomas. Or continue. No. <laughs> nah. she, he, had a decent, he had a decent start to the season, but realistically, who 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 who, who, who he's going to replace? Who, yeah, who he's going to replace? So you all picking teams based on different metrics from different players? I'm just asking, oh. not being biased. Devil, Devil, oh, girl. No, but, but, yeah, but yeah, but has has he's a wicket keeper? You mean to play as a batsman or to play as a wicket keeper batsman? Score runs in the same cricket as playing as everybody. No, no I am not a devil. Uh, man, but I'm saying, but in what role you got? You got you as, play as a as a batter. As a batter, so y'all said not have done, but but, but yeah. uh, uh, no, all the batters that day, I don't think he's done enough to to, to leave all the batters that day. No, 
Nero devant ta mes caméra mais sorry Nero c'est 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 non 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 my test okay
Oh, it's fake. You put your foot in here and you go from there. But the, the selection of the team, I really got in a lot of question marks, to be honest. Yeah, and it's a single. Anderson, fill it, fill it. Fine. You, you want pie? You want pie? Can for you? <laughs> Anderson Phillips inclusion to me. Yeah, we might. We might. We might. Oh god. We might question it, but to me, it's neither here nor there. That's the truth. I just think that it. I hope that we select the best available team for the wicket. No, just say oh, yeah. we. We pick this body and this body go up. Let us say we pick a good combination, a bowling combination that can assist me in the conditions. Don't let's say we go and select John, John and, and, and this boy because we say, oh, he's both fast. But when you look at the trick, the, 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 the track, sorry, it's not conducive to pace bowling. Uh, War Campus, you know, Nero, to be honest, if we're being honest, if we're being very honest, Nero, War Camp has some lucky breaks. Working has some lucky breaks in the inclusion. And then anyway, as Clint mentioned earlier, Permont outperformed working on our last tour. On our last tour, I had it. I mean, probably in first, and the catch itself in second. But <sighs> to me, there's a big difference between Permont and Warkan. None of the two don't spin the ball massively as left-handers. And then not only that, to me, the... We will say, let me watch a, a Jadeja, for example. Jadeja will stay your increase with minimal change in his action. You understand? When you watch, um, you had a guy, Nero, who destroyed down in England and India. Patel. 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 When you watch these guys, these guys will destroy you. But, but little tweaks, not much. You understand? They will spin the ball when they need to. I think our left arm spinners lack that ability. Yes, they will do well in the camera because we are allergic to spin, but. They lack that ability. Yeah, they lack the ability to to to, to outfox the basketball, especially when you got a right hand on straight. He's a left hand the ball, and you got a right hand. You should be excited. You understand? Too often, mm -hmm. the, 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 I don't know, the strike rate for these spinners, it'd be too far, man. It'd be too far. Right. It'd be too high. For more, for more action, is make it seem like you spin the ball. So, you, as a batsman, no, none of two don't spin the ball. None of two don't spin the ball massively. That's right. I first think accurate. If you didn't talk with my action, right? is actually spinning ball. So, for me, that's what I said. I think that we. You mentioned some couple of shows in terms of pigeonholing players into into formats and stuff like that. Correct. I feel I, uh, I, I, I would like to who's saying should be in the test. But yeah, I, I agree. Hear, I hear the new selector, the chief selector, Sir Desmond. Um he was making comments I gonna say for him by a clip. Hassani, listen. I don't selectors are like pastors to me. <laughs> the morning word and evening word don't add up. I got two more players, I got two more players, I got two more go, players. Go, go, go. <laughs> um <laughs> Ross and Chase. No. Nah. No. Yeah, God reflect. God reflect. God do John Campbell. God John Campbell. He got John Campbell. I hope Yeah. Ooh. Raymond, 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 unlucky me, bro. I think, I think Raymond yeah. unlucky, man. Yeah, we can say Calmeras, right? But I got a good man. I, I say, I think I got elephant memory. We had tours of Raymond, mate. We remember the New Zealand tour with Wagner Rambo, everybody sharing that crop, you know, the red shade, that whole lot. But Raymond Carvo, half centuries. Yeah. He performed with the ball. Like, to me, whenever given the opportunity, to me, Raymond is performed. He's not the prettiest. He's not, 
he might not pass what we say in cricket terms the eye test, mm-hmm. but in terms of cricketing ability and knowledge and understanding his role in game, like you see Raymond do it over and over, yeah. and 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 this is where now a, a girl like Peter will come in because it will play with your psyche. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. can ask yourself like, what really more? What more do I have to do? Yeah. You understand? Before these guys can say, well, look, we get Raymond around because everybody around me getting a run. Everybody around me who, who, who may not have performed consistently at, um, are better than me. And, and why I like Raymond to just, you understand? Like, Raymond had the challenge, Jason, of playing in a franchise outside of his home for a period of time and performing. You understand? He was actually, he was actually just a staunch player in Ghana. When you see a Ghana team or a franchise, Raymond there because he can perform. You understand? That was good. So to me, it just be hard than the Roman. That's the truth. It be hard than to me. One little about what Raymond did this season. I don't know if it was Vassini's instructions. Um, Bat up the order. Yeah. Backing up the order now, right? He's now kind of positioned himself um, slightly different now. So if, let's just say, in Kuma Bonner um, has a lean period, then, you know, Raymond is knocking on, on the door for a top order position as opposed to backing down there with Jason. Because I think, I, think the I think the issue before was, you know, Jason playing... He and Raymond kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. So I, I think that he, in that top order position, batting three or four, and, it, you know, he's kind of positioned himself a little different, and it may be a little easier for him to get in his side through, through that avenue. And I, I actually, I, I really like the move because Raymond has always been a really solid, compact, gritty player and a man that I, I, I think, you know, longer format. Well, actually, all formats. Raymond has done really well um, in, in CPL the last couple of editions as well. But even longer format, watching back there, the overs, a little disappointing, didn't get 100. But I, the application, Peter spoke about the process and stuff like that. Watching him back there um, was was good. So he, he I think he's close, um, probably next man in. Uh, I think he's well. He's played scouting for the for the presence eleven game as well too. So they, yeah, they obviously, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, they they probably got him in, in mind as well. So um, hopefully he continues his 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 good form uh, for the next three for his class games when when it when it resumes and yeah, if opportunity comes comes calling that he can he can grab it with both fans. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Any, any, that's it, Nero. Yeah, that's it, man. Just brush it on the wrong two. I thought I thought he was gonna mention Shia. What? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we got uh, <laughs> like, we got we got we got we got kind of hear the comments that 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 me. That's your if that's your guy, but that's your guy. But it was not John Campbell right no squirt. After fifteen tests, John Campbell got six and four hundred runs. Men's first place in a three match series, brother. So he's got 100 <laughs> each innings here. I still have Reedy. Reedy, Reedy, sit down again, Reedy. Sit down one more day, Reedy. Eddie Moss got 100 each innings here. You sit there, Reedy? Nah, Reedy, Campbell, 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 I don't think 20, so, Nero. And why I don't think so too, right? It's because England searching. 
England searching. So to me, some of the players on the tour looking to get stay in our England side. So I know, nah. I think India, England more uh, internal war. England right for the picking though. No, no. England got a lot of issues. Go, you got men and that the locals actually divided because of that whole straw about Jimmy Anderson thing. You know, thank media and Sunny. You, you, you were a gullible, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were a gullible, you know. You got this English media trick you all the time. Hassani, yes, I don't let me run it, but go a little this. But Hassani, England cricket don't be a turmoil. England don't allow the cricket. As much better smoke this fire. As much as I oh, let's say yes, yes, somebody had to get some sort of information to the media. Yeah, you know who this is where somebody, somebody, but me didn't know that 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 Paul and thing at, at Ralph, that mischievous um person. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I say that that Paul Arda and thing. I look at it, the child keep a good mind though. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> so, so you never know. Hey, Toro might come up singing since the next. You never know. You never know. But I honestly, honestly, honestly though, even if. Anderson and Broad don't play. Like, I don't know. I mean, this testing may be a little different. Any bowling that was that's a big blow to England, but England still got quality bowlers. It's any man. England, you, know, you get you get whitewashed down Australia. You probably was bad. But that's the norm. That's the norm, man. That was that's the norm. You understand, man? Get the man get rid of KP after Ashes. That's the norm. That's the norm. So to me, I don't that see everybody feel that, but he was just scared. That is the norm. So I would not say that England um self-destructing or got into like that's England. Because England is hold itself to a high standard. That is just England. They just believe that they should get a favor, even if they get beat. It should not be a blow. You understand? So to me, I don't say they got and you can see that these this is this is man come and restructure it. Stokes is a man that will jump you this series, and England was gone. Hmm. You will not hear now, but Broad and Anderson Stokes will come and score a double and text six and win the first test. You understand? And you will hear nothing. The media will then shift the narrative to Ben Stokes as the net captain, and then you can tell me <laughs> Root and Stokes don't agree. So I don't, I don't get out of there, man. Uh, well, obviously, I mean, definitely would want to see the best teams perform uh, to the best of their ability and hopefully win um, this test series at home. A lot of the guys, um, that a lot of my friends I've been speaking to, a lot of them actually believe that the West Indies uh, do have a pretty good, do good. Um, this, Yeah, I think so too. And, and, and will perform, and will perform uh, pretty good at home. So, you know, we, we, we could only hope. And pray that you know that and has called people going on the, the that, various overs of what fans and proper. Yeah, I think they got a good chance to and just anytime we're against the queen is licks. <laughs> licks is licks. And you, you, you see it all the time. Look at when the car here in the T20. Licks. You know what I'm saying? There's one we place is be England is here. We wishing her a very good recovery, by the way, but it can still be licks really? for the queen. Okay. Yeah, just read off the scores and then mm -hmm. see who has to you follow that tournament though? You just get scores. 
Mm. Well, let me not say that. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Go on, good job, man. <laughs> 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 we can add it out. We can add it yeah. out. Bro. We can add it uh, out. Wrong two, we have Trinidad and Tobago winning by your innings and 43 runs. Trinidad scoring 326, Leroy's 97, and 186. We have, well, in the big game, the big game last week, we have Barbados versus Jamaica. We're Clint's man, man, the skipper. He scored a magnificent double. A magnificent double. 276 runs. Like, that got to be so. That's the, Jesus, Lord. Over 1,000 runs. Over 1,000 runs. Over 1,000 runs was scored in this game. Um, Whoa. Got taking up six for six for somebody yet. And Barbara just won with 10 wickets. Um, I heard Jeremy John Nero. <laughs> And he had a I see my insurance, but was close. It is at 57 runs. But I'll uh, make two questions from who? who? You say who? Leeward's who in that? Leeward? Yeah, it went by Ennis at 57 runs against Guy. I'm going to wear the Sugat Bolo for you, know you say? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, turn Guy Mix up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy Mix up, man. Switch their own, switch their own. Yeah. But you have two questions from my COO before we go. It's a bit late, you know. He wants to know why some of our test cricketers don't dominate at the first class level when they come back down. Byron, with the exception of probably Craig, and uh, uh, probably other than Jason Holder, are there any other genuine or runners we see coming through? Mm, good question. Our test players, our, our test players, some of them don't come back and dominate at the level. Start their authority. Because this Walcom, I think the better than cricket. I just believe that. Them is Walcom thinking that they could bully the bowling, but men, to me, I think bowlers to just be as amped to get them out as much as them is be amped to get out the bowling. Because these men thinking, and on the match batting the team, I got out these men. These men who playing batting the team, if I out these men, the selectors can notice me. So is is a man is a mentality. You got to so I need to dominate. But but Nero, Nero, I I don't know how many how many of our players really play for a class cricket. First class cricket, yeah, correct? That is true. Boston, that's the question. Yeah, they actually are not really playing for a class cricket in a long time, time to be because honest. they dominated to get there and then they don't really play as much. But yeah, because yeah, because of availability, Boston and Shane mm-hmm. playing all format cricket. Yeah. Um, Kalmiras is is is. Kind of doing that right now at this stage. So yeah. So uh, uh, to be honest, is is I guess is a real lack. Of t- it's only Craig that is Test cricket only. So he will be available for first class. Brooks, even though so, is playing with Brooks. I wrote. So, I wrote. I wrote Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't really know how the guys really play a lot. To be honest, um, mm. I obviously Pollard and them ain't play for a class games in in a very long time. And a lot of the white ball men because they're playing from Chase cricket. So big up fellow by the way. Big up fellow. <laughs> <laughs> I call it best. Big them up. <laughs> and to, be, to add to that, to me, Nero, to be honest, as as uh, I think someone would have said earlier, I mean, even to get to the to to to, to the highest level, you, you you don't you don't have outstanding seasons. You understand? So you, I mean, you you're not. It's not that even before they get on the international stage that they're with the uh, 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 well. Except Craig, obviously, we know Craig was scoring runs from birth, and I'm pretty sure Jay <laughs> Holt was the was the was to play a, a a full season. I I I would you know probably bet on my money that Jay Holt would probably have a, a an outstanding season with the bat. Or I mean, he didn't say 
batting wise, but I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she will have an outstanding season. But I mean, like I said, none of our guys, I mean, really have like outstanding first class. Um, um, Correct. Yes. That's why I say the period where she scored the doubles and Ralston scored. That's the re- that that to me. That is like in that period of time is the only time where yeah. I could remember. Yeah. First class players actually actually weren't about average and the runs and score. Because you had people like I and I I, you know, I, I people get in the feelings and things when you talk, but you had people like Stout and, and John Owen, but these guys were keeping us and said they're not in the setup. But when you check the average, you're averaging the same twenty as a man that no come in the system. Yeah, you yeah, understand? Yeah. So it is you 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 you're doing a good to yourself, you're not separating yourself. But then you expect that the people can say, well, you know, well, he talented. We can... No. So apart from that period, just to me, first class play. Listen, I even had a, 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 time, a, a discussion at the time with Burr um, in pair, Jamal Smith. I don't know if you remember, but because that's one he plays with very player career and it's, it's always very heated. Not first class players in there. It's always getting us stories, enough egos and things. But as Bert Atene was talking about, he keeping, as usual, he said, enough stories, you know, an ego, boosting your ego, bigger your chest. Bert was talking about, he keeping in a, a tournament, a limited over tournament, I think it was, when you see, keep up to the stump to somebody, Chris Gale was real, um, Chris Gale was really impressed, and nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, he's always devil's advocate, you understand? He's just sitting on there quietly, he said, Bert, you average 11 at first class cricket, buddy. Oh Lord, that start that went no hell. That <laughs> that started a whole big doodle. You understand? So at that time, and this was even before it was really like into discussing cricket. That's why I was always a person to do my research and check up. So at the, even in that period of time, it was like averages didn't matter. You understand? We just simply glorified personal achievements over collective achievements. So that's why big up she and our crop boosting that. Let him, let you know, listen, you come back here, you got a score. We expect. So then that's how you, you again push out certain people, you understand? So to me, as I tell Clint already, the first class averages need to go up, yes. But we, I, on the other hand, we don't play a lot of cricket. So I know, but you yeah. can't get your best of both worlds on here, Jay. Say true. Yeah. Uh, what was the second question again? The all wrong, any all wrong. Other than I, probably I Jason, if I we say any general all wrong. We ain't got nothing in the row. Unless you're going purity and bad bread. <laughs> any genuine all wrongers? Yeah. Raymond? Yeah, but Raymond Raymond is not up and coming. If Raymond again ain't like they can get Raymond a six year run. Raymond's actually older than Jason. Hold up. You see? So, mm-hmm. to me, you know, but this boy, to be honest, that's a hard, hard question. Hard I, Nero? No. I would say no. To be honest, I don't think we... You're hard to find on the world stage in, 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 in general, and then, and then yeah, you, you can always be stretching and, you know... Correct. Because you can people, always... You can be people, the same. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult. Jason commit... For me, the definition of an all-rounder is a man that can make the team as a batter only or as a bowler only. Yeah. If you could do that, then I consider you a genuine all-rounder. And so what it, Paul Artis? He's making it as a fielder. No, but I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 was, I, I was, 
Sorry, I, would say that I, don't, I would say that I don't. I would say that is really is 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 just Jason and and, and like I said, there aren't many there aren't that many genuine or runners worldwide. I mean, definitely lacking for them here after Jason um, retires or whatever he cares. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't think of any up and coming all rounders. No, up and coming. No, definitely not. I mean, as I said, Raymond, and that's just to show you too, right? This sorry, not to cut you. Off. It's just to show you how we are box into certain beliefs because all the time you hear all the time oh this body and that body can't play together because they're alike and this but but still yet when the time come for the same alike players to go on there is no replacements there is none coming up you understand you can't go in for example we you know watch a workout with a little man named baby ab just that's the first time i hear about that man but let me tell you saying if ab got tell that is it <laughs> he is baby's child. You understand? We can't go through our system, Jason, and say, look, I pinpoint this youngster here to be the next. We even got to be the next Jason. You understand? Or the next Craig. We did, but and, and that was supposed to be Springs. Or, <laughs> or Justin? Somebody said, oh, yeah, oh, Frank, yeah, fair enough. But, fair enough. but see, Fred, the, the, what's happened to us? It's a status, right? It's a status. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to call the name of this status, but it's a status. You can find players going to, 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 to practice or whatever, and there's some coaches that can say, listen, use a batsman. You are choose one. Use a batsman or your bowler. That's so true. And that is so that's, true, Clay. No, that is so true. So, so, so I'm not going that setup. And he he will leave. He will be at school. He he will be a a, a general around that school. He buy him three four bowling for a change, open bowling whatever the case maybe. He going to nice setup now. And you doing the role? You you were here, yeah. <laughs> you were here. You were here, man. Listen, you you only bowling here, or we only want you to bat here, or, or whatever the case. So I might not lose. That's so I've true. Seen, I've, I've seen that happen to to, to, to players at, at, at youth level. So um, I don't know that we really encourage. Um, that that type of thing, yeah. Mommy and a bowling love saying here, yeah, going going love saying there. But in terms of actually looking to you know fully manufacture genuine all rounders, I don't think we do enough for that. Yeah, I don't think we got none in stock. So. Yeah, I, I I can't think of none. Justin, just I, I I like Justin Graves. Well, to be honest, Justin is a I I think Justin Graves has a lot of talent. That's it. I think Justin Graves has a lot of talent, but is yeah. Barney, wrong country. A Jason Holder, probably not. But I, I think I like Justin. I like Justin Graves. As it should. When you said Jason Holder, that's so because that man was number one. You know, that man just he ain't just to see he's all rounded. That man was number one all rounder in the world. You understand? So, <laughs> like, you understand? So, so the point of replacement for that is like really gonna come good. Yeah. And you honestly ain't saying that. That's the truth. I ain't saying that. It's sad, but no. <clears throat> On a lighter note, fellas, this one, Carlos is back bowling. I think the operation <laughs> he back in the nets. Just and he has not lost any pace. Yeah, he said he said he's not lost yeah. any pace. <laughs> we ain't know yet. Uh, that, that just initial report. He said initial uh, report. Being yet, Carlos, on here, no. And you gonna swallow your tongue? Yeah, he he catch me 
Sorry, I'm sorry. 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 I'm Cricket England England starts. He's a new father as well too. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I made a congratulations on that boy. Yeah, he got his best I, 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 yeah, I had a tweet there. Yeah. Now yeah, I tweet saying this week, I'm a man like it. Boy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he he understand. Like yeah. literally, babies is that a, a, a power nap. Then 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 got master yeah. half hour power nap and then good for five hours. Then <laughs> whirling, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, man. That's the truth. <laughs> Baby's master power naps, boss. You were putting them down for five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Uh gone for five. Gone for five hours. But yeah, we can get Carlos on here, man. But Jitney Rota, your CEO or your boss, no. Currently we are out of stock of all rounders in the Caribbean. We don't know where we'll get back them. We don't know where we'll have it back in stock. But when we do, we will contact you and you can collect it from any of our branches. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we had an eventful show tonight. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Um, uh, Peter, we didn't get to, to, to review or uh, go into any of the the last two T20 matches, but we can do that. We, we, we'll touch on those. Yeah, we'll touch on that another time, man. Those next week. <laughs> another year. Could have got some good positives in our tour. That's the truth, yeah. but we'll touch on that another thing. We'll touch on that next week. Um, so once again, sorry, Nuri, what's that? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once again, guys, um, I just want to thank you each and every week for tuning in. We really appreciate the love and support that you guys have been showing, continuing to show uh, throughout uh, the, the time that we've been on. And whenever you watch this video, do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe, everyone. And do have a good night. Thank you. Thank you.